Welcome back, everybody. Balls and Beards Podcast, Season 3, Episode 13. Two weeks into the NFL season. Sports guy Chris here, of course, as always, with two of my good friends here. Uh, Mikey and Justin Reno, of course. Boys, how are we doing today? Doing fantastic, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I Wonderful. am uh, pumped and ready to talk some football. Justin, how are we doing today, my friend? Mm. Sorry, you caught me mid-sip of my podcast soda. Uh, I'm, I'm, good. I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm awake. That's always good. That's yeah, good. That's, that's always yeah, a that's good a thing. Good. It's nice to wake so that's, up. Yeah, that's a good sure. way to start yeah, my day. That's good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, boys. Well, uh, obviously, we're a couple weeks into the NFL season. Last go-around, we, we, of course, did our big you know, NFL season preview extravaganza. Gave everybody some some thoughts there. Now we're a couple weeks in, a lot to talk about. Before we get to some of the injuries and some of the other things that have happened, thought it'd be a fun way for each of us to kind of take a surprise so far through two weeks or just something that has stood out to us over the first couple weeks of the NFL season. Justin, you're joining us again today, my friend. Um, I think we can go past the special guest, you know, yeah. uh, title at this point <laughs> and more of a regular uh, you know, yeah. guest at this point. Yeah. But anywho, Justin, I like to start oh, with you, special. my friend. Well, I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting for. I'm just waiting for haters to he's, start. Like his man, we're so yeah, tired of this dude right? on the show. Uh, we liked it better with the other two guys. <laughs> so, dude, let's start with you. What has stood out to you, or something you'd like to touch on in particular here over the first couple weeks of the NFL season? Uh, you know. There, there are some surprises. I don't think uh, I don't think anybody was expecting uh, Tampa Bay to be two no. zero right now. Uh, no, um, no, especially not. To, to go into you know playing that game against Minnesota and and yeah. and beating them. Yeah, um, yep. I sure as hell did not have them winning that game. Uh, no, me. Uh, but yeah, Tampa. Uh, Tampa's the Tampa's my big surprise. Um, you know. I I had them <laughs> the last podcast uh, you know at the bottom of the division and granted that could still happen um, but I mean right now they're showcasing that they uh, they don't need Tom yeah um, they're, they're Baker's playing actually pretty damn good yeah uh, Mike Evans is. is showing his uh, his case to get traded somewhere and be that guy and. Uh, uh, I don't know. It just feels like they're just they're playing with nothing to gain and nothing to lose. That's kind of like okay. the mentality that they have. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they you know, Baker's slinging it. He's he slinging is. it, and it's kind of one of those things of like, well, catch it, you catch it, and you don't, you don't like you know, whatever. But I, I don't, I don't think that they have like this identity yet. They don't know who exactly they are just yet. You know, post Tom Brady. Um, I think that's fair. They're, they're they're still trying to figure out obviously who they are, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. It just seems like they're going into these games of like uh, maybe we could win, but we're probably going to lose. But let's just have fun. Let's just have fun <laughs> as a bunch of kids. Even Devin White backing out of his you know trade request and saying, "Oh, I'm actually enjoying playing with this defense. It's actually pretty fun." And the defense has been you know not solid but decent. Uh, as over the over the first two games, I would say, but yeah, I, I mean, I would agree, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay is definitely my my shock surprise of the first. I did not have them at two and zero. I had them at reverse of an zero and two. Like, it, yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's it's weird Me seeing too. them undefeated in that division. Uh, you know, and we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens by around mid season of 
you know, if they're if they're making more noise, if they're you know a potential you know playoff candidate. Uh, but yeah, shout out Danny Green. Yeah, Danny uh, Green, dude. You know, you're, 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 you're doing some wow. stuff. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it. I I agree. Good 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 take there, Justin. Absolutely. Thank I, you. I think uh, Tampa is definitely one of the surprises. You know, and to your point. Baker's actually played better than Tom Brady did through the first two weeks of last year. So, Stats. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's amazing. Baker would be in the middle of the, you know, fantasy football rankings right now ahead of guys like Joe Burrow and, and some others, which would be shocking, right? I mean, yeah, he's probably you know, like 12% you know, rostered across all the league. Uh, totally, totally. <laughs> so, uh, I like it, dude. Definitely Tampa's standing out. Mikey, what, yeah. what has stood out to you so far, my friend? What What is something that uh, you've honed in on here in the early start of the NFL season? To be fair, I've only watched about five minutes worth of any football so far because of work and fun stuff outside of, of football. That's all um, right. You know, but look, if I'm if I'm going and looking based upon stuff I've seen on the the interwebs and everything like that. Sure. I mean, for one, I, you know, not even the team specifically, but you know, four plays in and 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 your boy uh, Aaron Rodgers goes down. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah, you you mm, called that the that Jets. Was, it was it wasn't going to be the big party that everybody thought. And boy, uh, you man, were I had on. my crystal ball on that one, buddy. Yeah, you did. Um, you know, I, you know, but but here's the thing. Uh, just as the Tampa uh, Tampa Bay Bucks is great, yeah. that's a great one. Baker Mayfield, from what I've been reading, everything like that, trying to research, sort of, kind of, uh, into this. Uh, yeah, dude seems to be playing fantastic, and yeah. you know, good for him. That could very well be a situation where right, right team, right fit, yeah. right. I mean, just he, just he, he's he's matured some, and now he's in there. He's understanding things. Whatever could be. I, for me, I'm going to go with uh, uh, the, the AFC West, and I'm going to go with the Broncos and the Chargers. Okay. Uh, you All know, right. I, I yeah. mean, you, yeah. you look at Good the Chargers, story. they lost in the overtime against the Titans. Yep. I mean, yep. you know, Justin Herbert hasn't looked every, any bit of the guy that's worth a gajillion dollars, right? And no. then even beyond, and granted, the coach there in the Chargers, this dude, if he's not fired by the end he's of this terrible. season, he's, he's fired terrible. on Black Friday, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. He's gone. Like, there's Chargers fans, 0-2, like, no, you, you had... You have a division outside of the Chiefs that is there for potentially the taking, and so far you've kind of floundered miserably. At that point, if they lose two more um, games, you might as well fire them. You're right you're there. Fired, right, yeah. exactly. Just get rid of them right. now. Like, save I mean, like we talked about uh, in our NFL preview. I mean, you know, some of these teams, you could be easily out of the playoffs within that first four or five weeks of the season, absolutely. and there's no rebounding from yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And especially in a division with the Chiefs, and yeah, not going to happen. The Broncos is also surprising a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know who the hell they've played, but at the same time, you got Sean Payton, who was supposed to be this savior complex that they yeah. had going on there. And they played nobody to and, answer and, your yeah. question. And okay, there you go. And and, and you lost have both. And so ball. far, I mean, yeah, the coach last year was terrible, absolutely god awful. First game of the season, terrible play calling. Yeah. But you you assumed that okay, everybody wanted Sean Payton, hot commodity. He goes there into the Maha City. You've got Russell Wilson. Like, hey, maybe you can make this work. And yep. they're owing to. Yeah, they're owing to. So and, and, and that's a good point. That's yeah. just and you haven't played anybody to your point. Mm-hmm. They uh, lost you know, at home to the Raiders and at home to the Commanders. Games they were both ahead. They lost sixteen ten and twenty one to three last week. They go. lost both of those games at home. Mile high is supposed to be incredibly difficult to win at. Yep. Where's the great Denver defense that only gave up sixteen points a game last year? Yep. Where are they? And Russ Wilson is still missing wide open. Yeah, wide still, open players. Russ, he, he, Russ has yeah. a complex. Denver's not working out. He needs 
LASIK. I yeah, said this. He needs LASIK. He needs, he needs to go to the Jets. He needs, yeah, well, he sure. needs something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Trade him to the Jets. Yeah. They need uh, great points, Mikey. I, I agree with you. The Chargers, I, mm-hmm. A, the Chargers as well. That was a team that also led in the fourth quarter of both of their games. And you know what? To your point about the coach needs to get canned, Any anybody whose game plan is to single cover Tyreek Hill in important spots in a football game is a dumbass. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, you're a defensive guy? What what the kind of a game plan is that? No, yeah, yeah their their defense has been letting... I think... I think it's also the highest de- paid defensive football. Yeah, but it's also the worst. Yeah, like it's it's, it's just they, they keep letting everything go by them. So no matter what Justin Herbert does on the offense, they turn around and just let get everything right back. go. Yeah, here so, you go. You know, it's 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 like can you fully blame like Justin Herbert? No. I mean, because, and look, and that first game's against the Dolphins, right? And I mean, that's that's no, yeah, it that's, was a shootout. You know, it was a shootout. But the Titans. You're leading the game, as you said, and you lose they, yeah, they overtime. Beat the Titans. And I get they it; it's in Tennessee, Titans. but that, no, you you've got aspirations that go beyond just making the wild card or making the playoffs, right? Like yeah. you have aspir, you have Super Bowl aspirations, and you've had them for quite some time. And yeah. once again, you're following the the what has been the seemingly ter- stereotypical LA Chargers uh, playbook of not playing that great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, great, great points. Um, you know, for me, it's gonna be it's gonna be the Commanders in particular. It's gonna be Eric Bieniemy, right? Everybody was like, "Can this dude do it on his own?" Hey, guess what? The Commanders' offense has actually looked better than the Chiefs' offense in two games. Granted, Kansas City didn't have Kelsey in the first game, but that doesn't excuse them for putting up 17 in an absolute stinker from both teams in Jacksonville this past Sunday. Yeah. You know, anybody that knows anything about football was like, oh, it's going to be a shootout. It's going to, you have to play every fantasy guy from both teams. 17 to 9. It was bad football. Both offenses sucked. It was bad football. Mm-hmm. By, by contrast, the commanders go in, they're down 21 to 3, and all of a sudden, Sam Howell is just looking like, you know, Tom Brady, Joe Montana all of a sudden. The gets the offense humming. The same exact players they've had there for the last couple of years as far as playmakers go. Mm-hmm. Same guys. They didn't add anybody. So I thought the commanders were going to be bad this year because they didn't literally added nobody except Eric Bieniemy. And here we are, 2-0. His offense is actually looking pretty good. He's got Sam Howell going into Mile High Stadium and coming back from a 21-3 deficit, outplaying Russell Wilson by a lot. Hats off to him. So to me, it's the Commanders and Eric Bieniemy. Their schedule's kind of soft. I think they could end up being the team where we sit at, you know, seven, eight games into the season, and they're sitting there like the Giants were last year, like 6-2 and two or something, and we're all going... Oh, holy shit, they're the surprise this year type of thing. I think that could be the commanders um, based off their start. Now, granted, they did not play good against your Cardinals in week one, but they Still rallied are. back and got the win. Sometimes you, you win ugly in this league. So uh, but so for me, it's the commanders, more in particular Eric Bieniemy. It, it's kind of clear already through two games, this guy is good. Somebody should probably hire him to be a head kind coach. It seems like maybe the Chargers should have fired Staley and maybe yeah. hired Eric Bieniemy, A guy who's got great knowledge of the team that you cannot beat to save your life within the division. Hmm. But Weird. no, we'll retain the same guy and have a shitty uh, defense again. He's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, so bad. 
<laughs> so there we go. Now that we cropped all over the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rightfully, uh, so. rightfully so. Hey, sorry, Chargers fans, right? But, hey, it, it is what it is. There's our surprises uh, through the first couple weeks, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll take a quick segment break, and then when we come back, We'll dive into some other things, break some other things down a little bit more. Of course, we've had some injuries and whatnot, so on. Uh, we'll see you guys in a minute. Welcome back, everybody. Balls and Beards Podcast, Season 3, Episode 13, moving along. So, you know, first segment, we went along, we gave you guys some of our surprises through the first couple weeks. Now, of course, you know, part of the game that nobody likes, but it's a very real part of especially NFL football, but the injuries. And we've already been hit with a couple big ones so far this year. Of course, it only took four snaps for Aaron Rodgers to go down with his Achilles injury out for the year. And then, of course, this past Monday night, we had a pretty gruesome injury happen, unfortunately, to Nick Chubb. One of the best young, you know, running backs in this league. So a couple teams are going to be without basically their engines, so to speak, heart and souls of those teams. You know, the Jets had a miraculous win still against the Bills. But I think we all got a more of a glimpse of what they're going to look like now without Aaron Rodgers this past week when they were demolished by the Dallas Cowboys. So I guess, boys, the question is, and, you know, Justin, I'd like to start with you again, my friend, you know, are the Jets and Browns out of it this year? Can these teams still make the playoffs? I mean, what do you see going forward from both the Jets and Cleveland after a couple devastating injuries? Um, so we'll we'll I'll, I'll start with the Jets, sure, because um, obviously we we both. We're, we're pretty high on the Jets. Um, yeah, they were my originally Super Bowl pick out of the AFC. So, yeah. You know, um, I'm you know, on that one. It's unfortunate. Uh, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers going down with the, the, the torn Achilles. and um, The offense is going to struggle a lot. Yes. Um, yep. It's going to struggle a lot. Um, you know, Zach Wilson didn't get much prep time. No. Uh, you know, he was supposed no. to literally watch... Yeah, Aaron Rodgers yeah, played for year an long. entire year, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and now he has to jump right into it. So yeah. obviously, I think um, you know at at some point, Aaron Rodgers is still going to be on that sideline, still still in his ear. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. still going to happen. Oh, yeah. um, you know, once once he's able to you know move around and walk, probably by what like week five, maybe he might be might be sidelined. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's still going to be in his ear, um, you know, showing him, you know, telling him the ropes, showing him the ropes, whatever. Um, but it's it's going to struggle for for a bit. I think what keeps them alive is going to be that defense. A hundred percent. It's it's going to yep. be the defense. Um, Quinnen Williams is still going to be playing out of his mind. Sauce Gardner is still going to be a problem. He's still you know is going to lock down some of the best receivers. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Even, I mean, he didn't let that much go through on uh, CD lamb against that Dallas game. That was more on the other, uh, the other. Corner uh, oh yeah. Game. I mean, he, and honestly he dropped a pick six early in that game. Yeah. It could have been a big difference in that. Football yeah, game, absolutely. But, so yeah, yeah, that, that defense is going to keep them alive. Much like I agree, much like yeah. the, the jets of yore where they got into the <laughs> yes, playoffs and yes. the AFC championship. Yeah, you're game. right. Yeah. On that defense yeah. alone, it was not Mark Sanchez. It was that defense. It was never Mark um, Sanchez. Yeah, no, no. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, I think they they still have a, a reasonable chance, especially with 
uh, you know, teams like New England struggling and, yeah. and not knowing what the hell to do on their end. That's uh, a good point. Pittsburgh, yeah. you know, yeah, they looked, you know, I guess semi-decent against uh, Cleveland, but... Big assist to Deshaun Watson for humbling yeah, and helping them Great, win that great game. for them. Um, <laughs> and then obviously Nick Chubb going down, that helped them out too. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, they're in danger of possibly finally not making that, you know, the playoffs and, yeah, and having yeah. that losing record with Tomlin. Um, yeah, yeah. Because they, they still have some very glaring issues. Um, yeah, they do. So there's there's room for them to still get in. Yeah. But I don't I don't think that they're going to be like blowing teams out offensively. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, it'll be it'll be close games. I mean, you know, up until up until Dallas ran away with that game, you know, the Jets were kind of holding them for a little bit defensively. They were, it wasn't, yeah. you know, it yeah. wasn't like too crazy until later in the yeah. game where then eventually Dallas just, you know, yeah. put them to bed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, I think they'll, I think they'll still be kind of around and go sniffing the wild card, um, unless they just have an epic tank, uh, of a season with the defense. Um, Cleveland with Nick Chubb going down, that's, I think that's the bigger issue because Deshaun Watson, even, even prior to the payout, didn't really prove anything there to begin with he he was not the answer uh for for cleveland at all and with nick chubb going down that is your offense your offense is now gone yeah it's gone i agree um deshaun watson was not the answer and and to pay him this ridiculous contract because of what he did in houston that's you know okay great he he had those kind of you know those that weapons of the line and even though Cleveland has the line they have a decent line they do uh yeah. it Deshaun Watson's uh uh uh, uh decision making and his his field vision is just bad and that's a showcase of not playing in the league yeah. for almost two years two years I I just I agree with you Justin you take two years off and then look uh, you go from a division in Houston with a bunch of garbage teams mm-hmm. with no good defenses. Sorry, none of those teams, while he was in Houston, had a good defense. Yeah. And then you go to the freaking AFC North where you've got the Bron- I mean, you've got the Bengals, you've got, you know, the Steelers and Ravens in particular are known for their defense over the years. Mm-hmm. A hell of a lot better than what the Jaguars and Colts throw out there year after year from a defensive standpoint. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Big and step I've, up defense. And I've got I've got more to talk about on Cleveland, but we're just talking injuries right now. So yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna save my my okay. other my other anger uh you know sounds conversation for later. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Um, yeah, man. Look, I I thought the Jets this past Sunday in particular kind of did Zach Wilson a disservice because um, that game was over. It was thirty to ten in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. There's six minutes left. And, you know, I'm reading all these recaps, right, and seeing all this stuff on social media this week. Oh, Zach Wilson threw three interceptions. They had no chance. He threw two of those interceptions in the last five minutes of the game with the score at 30-10. to 10. Two of those interceptions should not have happened because he shouldn't have been out there throwing passes still. It was clear they were going to lose that game. They weren't yeah. going to come back from 20 points down at Dallas. Yeah. At some point, wave the white flag and do your young quarterback a service and say, okay, we're not going to win this one. Let's get ready for next week. Instead, for whatever reason, they had him out there chucking the ball 30 yards down the field. He throws two bad picks and then leaves the field hanging his head. I just threw three interceptions, and everybody's talking about how horribly he played. Mm. Just stop. Understand what this guy can do. What was the point of that? Yeah, like there was nothing. He could have just had him do like little 
you know, Dink and Dimes just kind of get like a confidence level set for him, but they they didn't do it. But you it know. was Dallas's backups in Week One were hell bent on not allowing the Giants to score any points. Their backups last week were hell bent on not allowing mm. them to score any points. At some point, just call it off. Get ready for next week. Like understand, you're not helping your young quarterback out. No. You need to boost his confidence. So I'd like to see more of that going forward from the Jets. You're not going to win every game. If you're out of a game. Wave the white flag. Get ready for next week. Yeah. <laughs> Minimize your Zach Wilson damage, right? Yeah. Um, yeah and then the Browns, dude. I I agree. I, you know, Nick Chubb was such an important part of their offense. Deshaun Watson. I've seen nothing out of him. Um, that gets me excited. If I'm a Browns fan, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. To your point, Justin, we're seeing the effects of not playing for two years in the NFL yeah. and from switching. Again, in my but you opinion, you pay two hundred and seventy million for not playing for two years. That's what you exactly, do. exactly. That's what you do. <laughs> well, and now, now we're seeing some of these big quarterback deals really not work out so well. So maybe, maybe, and it, the position is really important. But maybe some teams will start to realize that just because one team paid a guy forty-five million dollars and he has won nothing in his career, doesn't mean I have to do that too. Just because a guy had a decent year and we won nine games, mm-hmm. right? Like. It's one thing to pay Mahomes that kind of money or Joe Burrow. It's another to be like, yeah, we're going to give Daniel Jones all this money. We're going to yeah. give Deshaun Watson all this money. We're going to give Russell Wilson all this money. It, it's not working out. So yeah, because you don't know stuff. who actually wants to win. It's like you give him this paycheck <laughs> and then it's like, oh, oh all right. I don't really have yeah, to do anything. I'm good. I'm good. Mikey. Uh, yeah. Jets and Browns, the yeah. injuries. What do you think? Yeah. You weren't particularly, I, I, you know, you were pumping the brakes on the Jets to begin with. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, your thoughts, man. Yeah. Uh, do these teams have a chance going forward? What do you What do you think now? Yeah. Um, no chance. No snowballs chance in hell for either one. <laughs> no sugar coating. Nope. For Mikey, you can't guys. put points on the board. You can't win games. Yeah. That's... You're gonna go up against some offensive teams. Yeah. You know, you, your defensive, good defensive teams. They can match your defense. You're, you're, you can't put points on the board. You're gonna lose. You might win some ugly, but yeah. you, you, yeah. you're not. You're not without yeah. Aaron Rodgers. You know, taking snaps, and you know, rumor has it that he did some uh, new fangled uh, Achilles procedure that might put him in position to be ready for the playoffs. Uh, but that's an Achilles injury. Like, do you really you you went out and you you sacrificed a shitload to get Aaron Rodgers? If you squeak into the wild card, do you really want to run the risk of having him re-injure himself or not? I mean, how the hell is he going to take some snaps and then playoffs? You're going to expect him to just go out there and like. Just, oh, that's Aaron Rodgers. Like, no, that's stupid. Like, you just shut him down for the season, whether he comes back or not. He, you shut him down. I, I mean, I would tend to agree with that. I guess my only thing would be if for some reason you're still trotting Zach Wilson out as your quarterback and you make the playoffs, then I would be like, oh, Rodgers can play without any reps at all. I would still take him over Zach Wilson. Yeah. You know what? Okay, that, that could very well be fair. That could very well be fair. But to your point. But, I mean, do you run the risk of him getting sacked and going down well, on some that's artificial turf? Yeah. And he's going to be he 40. He turns again, 40 in And now he's done yeah. for all of next season. Yeah. And what did yeah. you do? You lost a wild card game. Yeah, that's for a great what? point. Yeah, for right. what? No, I, I, I agree 100%. You, you know, I mean, look, that's that's just stupid. And, yeah. and look, look. The, my guess is my, my, my guess, my, my uneducated, well ignorant guess is that it, depending on where the Jets record is here by the trade deadline, if yep. not before, they're going to make a move to replace Zach Wilson as a starting you quarterback. Would think they're so. going to. There's, there's yeah. going to be a backup yeah. out there. Kyler Murray's available if you're interested, Jets. I'm just saying. Um, and you know, look, Andrew. Right, Josh. exactly. Um, 
you know, maybe maybe Fitzmagic wants to come out of retirement. Yeah, I don't Philip Rivers. Look, yeah, exactly. Look, I, 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 I'm just oh, saying. There you go. Yeah, yeah he, he'll win you half a game. I, I'm just <laughs> saying. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, yeah, like I said, I'm just saying that, like, you know, that that right there. I but I just yeah, as good as their defense might be, you you have to point, you have to score in order to win. Yeah, but the defense and, scores. That's true. Okay, that's fair. But you're you can't be 100 percent relying on that, that's you know. I mean, in an offensive minded league, yeah, right. I mean, that's where the NFL has been going. That's where a lot of the rule changes have been going. That is to favor that correct. offense because yeah. points mm-hmm. puts asses in seats. Seventeen nine doesn't put asses in seats. Yeah, um, forty no. to thirty puts asses in seats because that's, it's a shootout. That's true. Um, that, and look, and true. the Cleveland Browns. I've made my no secret about my thoughts on them. Yes, it no. absolutely sucks that, that that Chubb went down. Um, first of all, great last name. Um, but like, I, I look that that sucks. But I have zero sympathy for them because I have zero sympathy for them giving Deshaun Watson uh, 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 the, all that money. And yes, okay, you know, yeah, he hasn't played in two years, but he had decided to take this money. And you know what? That's on ownership. And I just I can't I can't back that in any way, shape, or form. I'd feel bad for the Jets. The Jets actually had something going for them. They seemingly yeah. were like, you know, had all this hope and and oh, Dude, yes. just seeing the atmosphere of that that yeah. Monday night game, like, dude, the Jets fans were like, you know what? Yeah. This is actually really something that we can get right. Yeah. We yeah. actually get have this. hope. Yeah. We never had hope. Yeah. But no. now we actually have something. Dude, yeah. It was electric, like yeah. seeing that. And it wasn't just because it like, you know, it was a September eleventh thing. Right, right. It, no. was it was legitimately because yeah. Aaron Rodgers was no. bringing excitement to the team yep. and, yeah. and, and they actually yeah. looked good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and then to have that ripped away in four snaps, man. Like I mean, it man, just yeah, it's absolutely I mean, talk about I mean, the best word to probably describe that is deflating. I mean, you know, you you yeah. went, you have yeah. this You've got this hot air balloon, yeah. and you're like you're flying sky high, and then all of a sudden, just the, it just gets completely deflated, mm-hmm. and you you, no. you know you crash down, and you're like, oh shit, yeah. it's just the Jets again, you know the, yeah. the paper bag, you know paper bags are going to come out again. Yeah, um, and and that's great. Again, great defense, you know that's cool, that's something to get behind, but that doesn't put asses in seats, and Aaron Rodgers put asses in seats. Um, yeah, so that, I don't know. I, yeah. I think that I, again sucks for Chubb. But it, it, I feel more bad for for New York Jets fans because that sucks, man. Like you, you, you had legitimate hopes. It was of, there. Of, I mean, that yeah, was that was there. that's kind of like the basketball basketball equivalent of like LeBron James coming to the Lakers. I mean, yeah. you know, you went from this mediocrity yeah, that yeah. just did not ha- exist, and then yeah. all of a sudden you get you know arguably the best player in the world, arguably the best player of all yeah. time, and your fortunes change like that. Yeah, and 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 you're now. You've gone from a, a laughing stock, which the Lakers weren't, but you know you go from from this just also ran team to a team that now is like you put them in that conversation of a better team, and yeah. you know you, you start to look at things, and now players start picking up their games because you're playing around greatness, and you know it's just there's something about that. Um, but yeah, so that one sucks. That, yeah, that one does suck. Mm-hmm. And poop on Aaron Rodgers all you want. I mean, I, you know, that's just from a name perspective. I mean, you know, and. He won football games. He won a Super Bowl. When so a guy like exciting. when a guy like that can't play, it's just it it, it hurts the game, right? The NFL. Yeah. I no, mean, it's, you know, dude, it's, imagine if he started for against that Dallas Cowboys. That would have been a completely different game. An insane oh my god, game, it would have been a great game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would he have shredded that defense? Right. Would they have got? Yeah. Would they have? You know, because Dallas knows? has not been able to beat him in his career. No. He's like ten and three against Dallas in his yeah. career. Like no. he. he, he 
See, and I mean, imagine that kind of a win. I mean, you know, you already have confidence with Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. taking snaps, and then you beat a team like the Cowboys or something like that. Oh, my God, dude. That's your Super Bowl right there. If anything, regardless of what happens the rest of the year, that will beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's my take on those. On yeah, those I it, great take. You know, I uh, for sure. You know, and and in addition to those big two, you know, we've we've had a few others as well. I know Justin mentioned, uh, you know, C.J. Gardner going down, and and yeah. a few others. But you know, Justin, why don't you kind of take us through a couple of those other names that are still like big names? Obviously, not the the massive profile yeah. of Rogers or Chubb, but there's been a couple other guys that are gone gone uh, out for the year as well. But um, Justin, why don't you take us through a couple? Yeah, of those no, other we uh, yeah we lost the incomparable J.K. Dobbins to yet another season-ending exactly. injury. Four years in the league, three season-ending injuries. I mean, like I I feel bad for that guy. I too. I feel bad, but at the same time, it's like, is is his career done? Then he's had so many major injuries. He can't his even. Legs. No, it's he like, just can't get on the field. How anymore. much can yeah, you right. really go on and be a running back? Then, um, the, the dude's made of legitimate glass. Like every time he gets going, you know, two three weeks, and then something happens, and then he's out for the year. It's just it's it's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, J.K. Dobbins going down for Baltimore. Um, we got, as you said, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, you know, who made this big splash in Detroit after leaving uh, my Philadelphia Eagles. That's correct, yeah. Uh, you know, plays two games and then is out Yeah. Uh, with a torn pectoral. Uh, so the C.J. Gardner project is done in Detroit. Uh, yeah. Uh, another torn pectoral from my uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Avante Maddox, our best cornerback, uh, I think, behind... Uh, Darius Slay and 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 James Bradbury, uh, at least a slot yeah. uh, corner, our best slot corner, uh, now gone for the year, um, which sucks because he's I really like Avante Maddox. Uh, so yeah, torn Achilles and torn pectorals are taking everybody down. Uh, we also have Joe Burrow showing up now. Uh, now he's not out for the year, but he did re-aggravate the calf injury uh, that was. Uh, you know, taking him down in, in the preseason, in early, right? Early yeah, preseason, early preseason. Yeah. So, um, uh, obviously, they're probably going to be a lot more careful with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would honestly shut him down for a few weeks. I think so. Because um, um, obviously, if it right. just took a couple weeks to re-aggravate it, I, I would let it heal a little bit more. I think the you know these muscle strain injuries, and if you don't like let them actually heal, you we've seen this right. They'll they'll tweak up all year long, like mm-hmm. all season long. Usually at the most inopportune times. Yeah. So I I agree. That's something to keep an eye on with that calf injury mm-hmm. because now it's already. He didn't need to start week one. They decided to. They looked like complete trash against the Browns. He didn't yeah. play good. No. They can't win last week in a close game. He re-aggravates the injury. So was he even healthy to begin with? And now, like, to your, to your point, is that, will it set them back farther? Or, like, yeah. will it be a lingering thing? If I would, I agree with you. I would just hold him out for the next two yeah, weeks, just, regardless. You know. Let that thing get 100% healed. And then come take back your, take and, your licks and early your and then just yeah. make that run because they're usually a second half team anyway. Yeah, that's a great. You point. took the words yeah. right out of my mouth. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm and then, sorry. 
<laughs> the other one that is is Cooper Cup. You know, he started with his hamstring injury. All of a sudden, goes to see a specialist. We're starting, you know, on on IR for the first out for first four weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he plays though, even in weeks five, six, like. Mm-hmm. When you have to see a specialist about a hamstring yeah. strain, that's not good. They are nagging injuries. If you don't get that healed, it's going to re-aggravate itself out of nowhere with hamstrings. Yeah. I Look, if if I'm a fantasy, if I've got either one of these guys on a fantasy team, I'm unfortunately not feeling real good about it right now because yeah. usually it tends to be kind of season-long things. But I, I also have my eye on Cooper Cup, and if this guy is actually going to be able to come back and play because the Rams – have looked surprisingly competent offensively, and yeah. Matt Stafford is actually completing passes at a high rate. Puka and Puka. I mean, they all of a sudden they got great guys. Name too. Puka, Tutu, yeah. Pakua and Tutu Atwell. I mean, yeah. you know, great, great names for your wide receivers. <laughs> but these guys are putting up points. I mean, it, it, it's kind of amazing. But yeah, anyway, I got my eye on Cup as well. So um, and they've been so coy about Cup too. There, there's been really no nothing. Like we put him on IR. Yeah. All right. Well, how's he doing? The you know, yeah. like week to week. Uh, you know, we're keeping an eye on. They waited. All right, to so do you that. just you feel you're fearing the worst, right? And I feel like they waited to do. It was right after all the fantasy drafts yeah. were done. You know, it's that everybody took Cooper Cup with their first or second round pick, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, we're going <laughs> to shut him down. <laughs> we're putting him on IR. Yeah, yeah. The hamstring, it's nothing to worry about. He'll be ready for week one. No, he won't. Just kidding. It's going to be four weeks, maybe eight. Yeah. We'll see. Um, anywho. Mikey, anything yeah. to add on, no, on the I mean, injury I was just, I, So, or? you know, you're bringing up the, the whole Joe Burrow thing, and Justin yeah. took the words out of my mouth. I'm last sorry. Year, no, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. That's all right. That's perfectly, I'll that's perfectly leave. Deal. That's all right. That, that just goes to show, folks, this is very unscripted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, look, I mean, the Bengals last year did the same thing. They started off slow, and then they finished out strong. Yeah. Uh, they went on a big old winning streak, if, yeah. if I remember correctly. You're but, right. you know, you yeah. look at – okay, so you, you talk about, like, holding Burrow out. So – you know, you look at their upcoming schedule over the next three to four weeks. There's nothing outside of the Rams coming up this week in week three. The Titans yep. are 0-2, uh, right? 1-1. Uh, 1-1, one one. One one one. yeah. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, by week five, we're probably going to be 0-5, so that's wonderful there. Um, and then, you know, I mean, look, and then week six, you got the uh, Seahawks. So you could theoretically, uh, you know, keep them out for a while and let that thing heal up. And if anything... You know, potentially let him get some reps in against one of these poor teams, the Titans or the Cardinals, in Week Five, and then yeah. and then see how. And if you guys have a big lead in the second half, pull him. Yeah, you hold and, him and then you hold him out, and then you let him just, the just do yeah. that. So yeah. you look at their schedule, and there's nothing of concern up until Week Seven's their bye. So if you can hold serve through Week Six. Right. You get an extra week in Week Seven, and then you've there got you a go. big matchup yeah. against the 49ers in Week Eight potentially. Followed by the, but then your schedule gets a little bit tougher. You, you got, got the bills. bills and the Niners. Right. Uh, I'm just saying, you absolutely could keep Joe Burrow out. You're all the right. highest paid dude in all of the land um, out for a considerable amount of time to let him heal up. Because, right. like the Jets, you have, and unlike the Jets, you've actually been close to the promised land. So you you don't want to mess that up. And with that offensive line being as leaky as it has been the last couple of years, you really don't want to do anything to risk him getting injured uh, and, and furthering yeah. you know, yeah. That, yeah. that recovery process. Great. Hey, leave Great him out. Um, yeah. Cooper Cup, whatever. He's the Rams. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sorry for anybody that did get him in, in the fantasy, but that's fantasy. That's, that's fantasy land. That's pretend. Um, so that's True. welcome. Welcome to... 
to to the land of reality, and that is like injuries happen, and you drafted him, it, and it is, yes, they do and look, I, I've only ever played fantasy basketball, but like yes, you draft players based upon their name and what they potentially could do. I would have drafted the dude like Cooper Cup too, because God God forbid I don't have him, and then he plays, and then he puts up a gajillion yards, and I'm like shit, I could have had him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why you drafted him, and yeah. you know, I mean, look, and and I'll say this about the Rams not saying anything. I actually find that to be remotely responsible. If you don't know that much, right? If he's going to see a specialist, if he's going to see, you know, people to get a very good evaluation of what his injury is and you're being a little mum on that, kudos to you. Because too often we have these 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 jumps in in assumptions, right? Well, that's in, true. in yeah. injuries yeah. and whatnot and, you know, they become they come out and most of the time teams are a little bit more uh uh uh, what's the, they're, they're a little bit more optimistic in what the initial prognosis is or diagnosis on an injury sure, is. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, it's just a sprained ankle. And then it's like, oh, fuck, the dude, like, broke mm-hmm. it. You know, he did something a hell of a lot worse. And so now the recovery time went from a week or two to he's out for the season. I would rather have it like, hey, you know, we're going to be overly co- optimistic. And, again, their record is beholden to the fact that he can, again, like Joe Burrow, your record and your schedule can allow them to be a little bit more mum on this and allow him more injury time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give the, the the front office and coaching staff a little credit for not being as right. upfront because all they have to do from a legal standpoint in terms of the NFL rules is what just put them on the injury. They don't necessarily yeah, have to fully I mean, disclose all yeah. of his medical history in order to put him on the IR or whatever. Belichick's been a master of this stuff for like right. for 20 years now. You know, Tom Brady for his entire Patriots career, career was questionable every single week because he could do it that way, right. you know. Right. Um, but yeah. Good. Yeah, great so, point. yeah, so that's all I'm saying about that. Okay. No. I want to know. Well, <laughs> I want to know what they're eating while they're injured. Yeah. <laughs> is it helping? Is he eating Cheerios? Is he getting fiber? Like, I mean, hey, what's dude, he doing to Cheerios get better great for, your heart for my fantasy football That's right. team? What is his Tempur-Pedic setting? Because yeah, I want it to match. Yeah. What's his sleep kind number? Of is it, yeah, yeah, is sleep he using a sleep number? Is he yeah, using yeah. my pillow? I don't what's he yeah. doing? Oh, this, is, this is the stuff we need to know. <laughs> that gives that us man the does edge not need anymore. Nothing. Holy Lord. Uh, on that note, we'll take a quick segment break, guys. When we come back, we will go through the rest of the NFL and, of course, give you a full breakdown on where things sit a couple weeks into the season. Balls and Beards Podcast, Season 3, Episode 13. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Balls and Beards Podcast, Season 3, Episode 13 cruising right along. We've we've talked about some surprises so far through the first couple weeks. Some of those injuries, unfortunately. Now it's time to go through the divisions, give you our thoughts so far on each division, how things stand. We're going to start in the AFC, guys, and we'll start right away at the AFC East. Um, Of course, we talked about the injuries, of course, with the Jets. I think my big thing here is the Patriots have lost two really close games. Um, They are competitive. The Bills bounced back nicely last week. I, I think teams, you know, were kind of, or people in general, were kind of quick to write them off after they collapsed in week one there against the Jets, but I still think they're a pretty good team. But what stands out to me, and Mikey, we have to give you kudos for this, is the Miami Dolphins right now looking really good through the first two games. 
Lovelet, what Mike McDaniel's doing down there. watching football and knowing stuff. He looks like a great coach. They look really good. It it seems to me, at least right now, through a couple games, that it might be the Dolphins' division to lose right there. So to me, the AFC's right now so far, it's been Mike McDaniel's in particular and and just what a great job of coaching he's doing. Um, But how good Tua and, and the Dolphins look, both offensively and defensively. They didn't look particularly good defensively in week one, but this past week against the, the Patriots, they played a nice a nice game. So, um, boys, what do you what do you think about the AFC East? Who are you going with first, dude? Uh, say somebody's name. Say somebody's name. Mikey, you gotta, you gotta Mikey, you, you are all about. <laughs> you the can't Dolphins. just like you can't just do that because you know. Don't just no, you know. Don't just throw it, throw it out there. Like I was the exactly one of you guys. I don't know. So we're we're drinking podcasts too so early in the morning. No. Yeah. All right. Mike. Us decide. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Say a name. Say a name. Damn it. All right, Mike. Since you were very high on the Dolphins, and I just gave them kudos and you kudos. Yeah. We'll go Appreciate to you that. before I take it back. All right. Okay. So we'll yeah, go to you. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. AFC East. Your thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. Everything's going according to plan. Although. <laughs> I'll, I'll, all right. Although I mean, look. Obviously, Mike Stradamus over here. Damn Mike dude. Get it right, bro. That's Mike Stradamus. <laughs> look. I mean, the Bills. They're going to be better than one and one. They have a difficult schedule. I but, agree. You know. I yes. Mean, they're. 100%. They're. They're. You know. Got. They're figuring some stuff out. Whatever. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about them. Uh, the Dolphins are going to continue to run away with this. I, I'm not going to shy away from that. Yep. Everything that I, I, I think it's going to go according to plan. Patriots, uh, you know, I mean, they really got to figure out something to do with uh, Mr. Mac Jones there. They got to, they, uh, I mean, hey, hey, Bill Belichick and the powers that be. Uh, I know a quarterback. He's in the desert. Uh, he might want to come play for you guys um, if you want to take him. There you go. Um, you know, we'll take him for a bag of chips. Um, fancy chips, um, but chips nonetheless. Um, and a ninth round pick. Yeah, um, they've got Cape Cod brand up there. You can get some exotic flavors that are yeah, available yeah, out here. Maybe some so Bay flavor, especially in the desert. Like yeah, there you yeah, go, dude. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, you can't get them in the Southwest. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hey, whatever, dude. I don't care. They've got a, a crab <laughs> flavor just, that's really good. Just something. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I don't know, man. That's that's where I'm at with that. I, I have nothing more to say, dude. I, I mean, look. Mike McDaniel's like kudos to him. I mean, you know, if the, the Dolphins continue, guy. if they continue going on the path that they're going, Tua stays healthy. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in the MVP conversation. Uh, knock on wood. You know, it's it's early, so it's really hard to kind of be like, ah, yeah, you know, it's great. But um, you know, things tend to settle down. But I mean, this is a team that's put a lot of eggs in a basket with the players that they brought in. Yeah, and and whatnot, and. You know, I mean, dude, I, I like the young swagger. I, I like it, man. And and if Tua stays healthy, then I, I don't know. This team could very be in that, very well be in that mix. And Mike McDaniel's could be a coach of the year candidate. I agree, a hundred percent. Real quick, Mike McDaniel. So ready? And this is this is a story that I, why I love this guy so much. Week one, they're playing the Chargers, right? Fourth quarter of that game, there's a coach's challenge going on. So SoFi, what they do when that happens is. They will put both of the coaches up on the big screen and uh-huh. they'll split them, right? Uh-huh. So Brandon Staley is sitting there with his face covered with his sure. thing and he's just walking around with his headset on, kind of pacing around. Mike McDaniels realizes his face is up there. He he puts his, you know, headset down and looks right into it and goes, Run the ball the next five plays. Run the ball the next five plays as clear as day. They came back after that time after that break and passed it to next five plays. It was awesome. That's why I love that guy so much. He's but fun. Anyway, Justin, yeah. your thoughts on the AFC East, my friend? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's 
the Dolphins look really, really good. Yeah, they um, do. And, and yeah, Mike McDaniel's he's 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 climbing my list of favorite favorite coaches to just watch. Um, right. Yep. Yeah. Before I used to. I used to shit on them a bit because of the whole how they handled Tua last year. Ah, uh, same for um, me. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't him. Yeah, they have. It wasn't him. That yeah. was that was the you know crappy NFL you know sideline doctors. That's and, true. Yeah. And team doctors that were like, ah, he's fine. And of course, you hear against his better judgment, Mike McDaniel saying, no, I I didn't want him to go back out there, but you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, I you know, I don't I don't hold him responsible for the whole tool debacle from last year. Um but yeah, he's he's fun. I, I enjoy watching him. I enjoy watching him having a a a race with the cameraman. <laughs> that was fun, like, right? That Monday was night. fun. Yeah. Like, it's just those it's those little things that's like it's like shit that I would do. Like it's, you yeah, guys know yeah, me. It's yeah, it's yeah, shit it that is. I would yeah, do. Yeah, like, it is. I see the camera yeah. guy and be like, Don't chase me, chase yeah, me, yeah. chase me. Yeah. Like he's just he's having fun and that's I what you it. should be able to do. You should have mm-hmm. fun at your job, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should all have fun at our jobs. Mm-hmm. All of us have fun at our jobs. That's right. Um, and and he is. He's having fun at his job, but he's actually good at his job. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and that team looks fun to watch. They look they look kind of scary. Um. When when Tua is healthy, I think we all said that. If Tua is healthy, the they're going to be good. Throw. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you know, with the with the Bills, you know, it's. I, I'm I'm gonna be a little bit questionable on them. Um, yeah, they have a hard schedule, but it's it's kind of like, well, yeah, but they have Josh Allen, right? Yeah, you know, they have Stephon Diggs, they have this defense, they have this built team that's ready for success. Now it does it, sh- it shouldn't matter how difficult schedule the is. schedule is. They should st- they should not be one and one right now. Cool. They really yeah. shouldn't. And and, no. <laughs> yeah. and you know and and. Shout out to Angel. Uh, you know he's he brings this up all the time. That first game with how many picks that Josh Allen threw, we would have everybody would have shit on Dak Prescott, yeah, right? That's true. Or would have yeah. shit on Joe yeah. Burrow, or yeah. would have shit on anybody else that threw those interceptions. But when you go back and you watch the analysis of that first game, everybody just kind of went. Well, you know, it's week one. Like, no. Eight, Hold right. him Man, accountable. Wow, they couldn't run the ball, yeah. so he's no, trying to yeah. first place. They, they were finding every excuse, uh, 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 you know, just because it's Josh Allen, just because he's the Madden cover, because he's this guy in the AFC that was supposed to chat, or, you know, or, or, or that was supposed to still own that conference, even though Aaron Rodgers came over. Yeah, right. Um, and, and no one, and then he comes out and he does what he does to the Raiders, and everybody's like, yeah, Josh Allen, man, he looks so good. I'm like, okay, well, first off, the Raiders don't really have that great of a defense. So, they of don't. course, you can kind they of don't. shred them yeah. and look like a ch- yeah. like a champ. Hell, Daniel Jones could shred them and look like a champ because it's the Raiders' defense. True. But, uh, I mean, okay, yeah, that's fair. But <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna do apples to oranges, I'm gonna do Allen and Jones. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's I'm a little bit worried about the Bills. Uh, and, and 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 how they're looking? They they with that with that first week game and comparing it to the to the second week game, they should still be they should be two and zero. They should look dominant. They should look you know primed to take down a Cincinnati in the playoffs or a, a Kansas City in the playoffs or a Jacksonville for that matter. Like any of these teams that are are, are going to be there in the end. 
they, they should look dominant and and you should be scared of them i'm not really if i was to play buffalo tomorrow as an eagles fan i would be okay yeah. i wouldn't be yeah. worried because they don't they don't look like that team from what was it two three years ago where it's like man i do yeah. not want to play buffalo yeah, they look scary fair. you you need to hold josh allen accountable for what for how he's playing when you have uh, you know him tying was it tying the interception lead from last year? Yeah, yeah. And he then did, still yeah. going on and getting something like the Madden cover, like that meant that you were the shit the year prior. You were in MVP talks, and you're getting a cover. You you need to, he needs to be held more accountable, and that's why that's why Angel gets a shout out because he's <laughs> one of the biggest. Uh, you know, instigators of this conversation. Yeah, um, and I fully agree with it. It's he's he's right, and 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 he should be looked at as look. The guy does make, you know, some beetle-headed decisions. Uh, yeah. Some of the interceptions are tip passes, and you can't blame you know quarterbacks for a tip pass off of a wide receiver's hands when they're supposed to catch it. I I do agree with that. Yeah, but there, I think there's problems in Buffalo. I really do. Well, I will yeah. say this. Uh, so, just if I interject, uh, Josh Allen came into the league completing only 53 percent of his passes out of college. However, at this season, in two games into mm-hmm. the season, despite the um, interceptions, he is completing 77 percent of his passes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it, it was just it's glaring because I, I think it's what's glaring is and no different than the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that's America's team to to. Not my Angels team. Yeah. Well, no, correct. <laughs> I mean, hell, I, at this point, I'm a Canada Football League fan. Um, no, like, I mean, the thing is, is that, like, Dallas is one of those teams that constantly has those aspirations or is constantly yeah. talked about. So Dak is always going to have the spotlight. Yeah, they're Buffalo is a smaller market yeah. team. I agree. They do not have an owner like Jerry Jones that's yeah, constantly that's pushing a narrative yeah. that agree. my team is the best. So I will discount that, right? Um, I, I will take that away a little bit. That's now, right. that's not to say that he doesn't deserve the criticism. However, you know, I, I mean, they do they do have these Super Bowl aspirations. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not trying to defend Josh Allen. Interceptions are bad regardless, especially mm. when you come in and you, you, you faltered the way that you did last season or even the season prior. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should absolutely be coming out like the Miami Dolphins, right? Like You should be coming out like we're the fucking team to beat. Yeah. And, and they're not doing that. Um, but I mean, you're completing seventy seven percent of your passes. Yeah, I don't I, know what Dak's completing. So I, you know, I, I he hasn't I mean, had just, too much yeah. because the defense has been, been destroying so, everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I'm, I will, I will just yeah. say that. I mean, you know, when the spotlight is a, is on Dak Prescott and you know and the Cowboys in general, the the expectations are going to be completely. Was most different. of his seventy seven against the Raiders? I would imagine so. It's only two games into the season. I, I'm just I, saying it's, it, it's incredibly hard. Because I think we could probably throw 77 against the Raiders. No, I couldn't. No, no, no. no you could. Come no, on. I couldn't. Come on. No, I couldn't. There's Come no on. way. There's no way. Come on. <laughs> well, let's go There's outside no right now. Let's go outside possible. right now. And <laughs> Chunky, possible. you're going to be the Raiders defense. Um, yeah, no. Like, they, like, yeah. To you guys' point, if he doesn't throw the bad interceptions in the second half, they beat the Jets. That's why they lost the game. They could have kneeled the ball every single freaking play of the second half, and mm. they would have won that game. Because the Jets could absolutely do nothing offensively. If it wasn't for the picks that sparked them, gave them field position to rally back, the, yeah. the Bills went. Literally, they could have took a knee every play of the second half. They would have won that football game. That's mm-hmm. how bad the Jets were offensively. So, I think you guys both both have a point there. So, um, you know, honestly, 
they played two bad teams, in my opinion. So let's see what happens when they have to play somebody good, right? When yeah, the Bengals next, come who's their next three so, teams? Like, uh, I, don't know, I don't know who their what's their schedule looking like for the next three games here. They're playing at the Commanders here in Week Three Ooh. versus the Dolphins in Buffalo in Week Four, and they're going to be playing uh, the Jags at home in Week Five. Those, those might be three those potential are three losses. real games right there. Those so might we're be three potential. Hey, if they can't, if they if they go one and two. Be worried. Yeah, I would no, be worried. Yeah, if you're yeah, a Bills absolutely. fan, right? Yeah, no. Because yeah. those are three that's potential fair. like losses right there. That is that's a good point. All right, guys. What about the AFC West? Let's let's do like a like like a snake uh, fantasy draft. So Justin, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to Mikey and come back to me. AFC West, guys. Where, despite us crapping all over the Raiders, technically they are the team in first place because they are one and zero in the division over there. The Chiefs are not. So we've got the Raiders and Chiefs at one and one. Mikey, of course, yep. in the first segment today, touched on how awful the Chargers and Broncos have been at 0-2. Oh, yeah. Um, your thoughts there. So, Justin, we'll start with you, AFC West. Uh, I mean, it looks a little magoo, right? Like, yeah, it does. Look it, a you know, it should be the Chiefs at 2-0, and and then everybody else is, you know, looking up, right? Yeah, yeah. But everybody kind of just looks weird. Yeah. Like, it, it, especially because the Chiefs, like, we, we you know, you talked about it with the enemy. It, it looks weird without the enemy. It does. It does. Uh, you know, the Chiefs don't look as, you know. Potent? Sure. Yeah. Potent is a good word. Um, yeah, to only put up 17 points against the Jags, like, I mean, even though, you know, me and me and Mikey, we like, we're high on the Jags. We like, I like their defense. Yeah. They have a good defense. Um, and, and that defense obviously showed up and held a very high-powered yeah, yeah, they, they play good. Chiefs to yeah. 17 points. So it, it just, I still think that I agree. I think the Jaguars will win that division. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, you know, as, as far as the AFC West is concerned, you know, it went from one of the most dangerous-looking uh, divisions with yeah. all the quarterback situations yeah. there to kind of a what, what are we watching? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and given how many primetime games is, is, is within just this division alone, what am I actually going to be watching? Because it it just kind of seems like no nobody really wants to like run away with it. They you know the Chiefs it, it should be them. It should be them. Right. And and even they look kind of little stinky. Yeah. Like, they, it just they, looks a little. It looks a little weird without a Tyree kill there. It looks a little weird without a fully healthy uh, Kelsey. It looks a little weird. With a Mahomes that just came off of a of an injury from the year yeah, prior, yeah, and this you know the Super Bowl champion team you know? is supposed to still be looking as 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 potent as they yeah. usually have, and they don't. And and for the Raiders to be sitting at number one, right at one and one, yeah, like it's just kind of sad. It's just kind of sad to me because I hate the Raiders, but I I it's it's a Magoo division to me. I agree. Magoo. It's very Magoo, and I, and I don't know. I, I uh, it should be the Chiefs, Magoo, but I can't sit perfect. there and go. All right, well maybe the Chargers like maybe they get right because I they're, I just don't think that they are with with Staley running the helm. They're just no. they're they're not gonna do it yeah, as no good thing. as you know as good as Herbert's gonna be. Uh, eventually down the line, he's going to have his great games. He's going to look like a champion. He's going to look like he earned yeah. that contract. It, 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 I, they're still going to be down towards the bottom, the bottom probably, if unless the That's Raiders it. just stink uh, up the show. But Justin, to your point, you know the Chargers have surrendered sixty-three points through the first two games. That is oh, like dear far, Lord! Come on, man! Far the most dear in the AFC, Lord. but they're a defensive-minded team. And they're a defensive-minded team. The next well, clearly is the team. case. 
The next highest point total in the AFC is the Texans at 56. So they've given up seven more points than the Texans through the first two weeks of the season. Sounds a little magoo. Yeah, it does. It does. Word of the day. Right? Hard hard to, you know, attach my, my wagon to that. Uh, this could be the NFC East from, like, what was it, like five years ago? Yeah, when we yeah, were, like, all of us were, like, right. six games yeah. and we just looked terrible. Like, this could be potentially right. that team where it's like you get in at, you know. Kind of going that way, right? It's just, it just looks weird. Mikey, what do yeah. you think? Um, AFC West. Think uh, it, do you think it's Magoo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like that word. Um, it's good. Goop. Um, yeah, you know, look, I, I don't know. I'm, at this point in time, I, I as much as I don't like the Chiefs, I mean, Andy Reid is still a fantastic coach. And yeah. I think that they can – I mean, look, I mean, game – week one, if I'm not mistaken, I predicted the Lions to win. Um, you know. You guys both did. Yeah. So, good job, Justin. Kudos to you and I. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah of course. Good job, guys. Thanks, man. Uh, shout out to you, sir. Um, look, I, I mean, you know, and that and that was there was there was a high emotion going on in that game. That, that mm-hmm. I actually that's like the only football I've watched all season, uh, mostly because I wanted to see the Lions if my prediction came true. Um, look, I, I don't have much faith in the Raiders. I mean, as we've ta- already crapped on, you know, their defense is not great. Um, you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I, I mean, you know, it's going to take a minute for Mahomes to kind of get his sea legs back underneath him and and, and find that rhythm again. So I, I'm not worried about that. I, the Broncos and Chargers. The Chargers are probably one of those teams where I could say maybe they get things turned around and possibly make a run at the division. They have um, a ton of talent. You know, so. I, I don't have no faith in Sean Payton and Russell Wilson at this point in time. Uh, I, I, I just don't. I, I think, you know, Jimmy G at some point in time is going to get hurt. That's mm-hmm. just inevitable. Um, it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming um, up. So, you know, like I said, but it's, it's the Chiefs. I, I just don't, until proven otherwise, yep. I, I'm going, even after week two, uh, I'm going to continue on with that trajectory because it's just they lost a close one to the Lions yeah. in the first game of opening day, and you know, I mean, that's a pass. I give yeah. you a pass on that one. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I just, I just do. And I uh, and <laughs> against the team that a lot of us, all of us, when we were doing yeah. our NFL preview, were high on. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's hard. It's hard to count against that. Yeah. So no, it's the, it's the Chiefs and everybody else, and it is. It, it could where the. The, the, the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers could be duking it out for who's going to be one game above 500 for the end of the season. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I mean, and that's the, and the Chiefs could be head and shoulders up above them uh, yeah. Yeah. looking down. So, yeah, it's week two. I, I, ain't, I ain't getting my panties in a lot over that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you guys covered this great. I still think it's the Chiefs. I mean, let's be honest. Kadarius Tony catches a pass. They're 2-0. They kick a field goal and win that game against yeah. Detroit. And Detroit, what did they do to follow it up? They blew a game at home against the Seahawks and lost in overtime. So, way to build off of that big first Fun win. game, though. It was Fun a great game, but you, you need to build off of that success. Yeah, no, you had a team that you were up the entire game at home. you got to win that game. you got to win that game. So, you know, Detroit didn't follow it up that great. I mean, the Chiefs did go into Jacksonville, and you guys are right. Jacksonville is supposed to be a good football team. They held them to nine points on their mm-hmm. home field. That's pretty good. So if all of a sudden Kansas City has a defense that they haven't had, uh, then they can afford to not be as good offensively, right? Especially in this division that all of a sudden isn't looking particularly good all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But you guys, I think, broke it down great. I still think it's the Chiefs. I'm we not did it. really worried with them. Um, it. Yes. yes. Great job, guys. Now let's go over to the AFC North. Uh, Mikey, we haven't started with you yet, so let's start with you. AFC North, you yeah. know, of course, we have your favorite quarterback in that division. Yeah. You know, we've got 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, I love we, Pickett. We've, we've touched on all three out of the four teams in different segments today. We haven't said much about the Ravens who are winning, but, you know. Um, anyway, dude, what's your thoughts here on the AFC North right now? You know what? I, I think this is this is the 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 uh, this was interesting because you know I, I mean you've got the Bengals sitting there at zero and two. They're the only team in the division without a win after yeah. only two weeks. Yeah, and we've talked about how slow they kind of start. I'm not too worried about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, to your point, the Steelers. I mean, this is a team that you know. I mean. Mike Tomlin might actually be in jeopardy of not having a you know above five hundred season. Um, it's it's it, obviously after two weeks, it's very hard to kind of be like, kind of go with it. Yeah. However, yeah, I mean you know Jackson's doing his thing, and uh, you know I mean that Baltimore team's got talent, and and they've got they can ride maybe some momentum. They don't have as tough of a schedule as say the Bengals. So, you know, there's certainly the opportunity there for them to actually maybe take this division. Um, I, I'm never going to be high on the Browns. I don't care. They could go on a 10-game winning streak, and I'm still going <laughs> to shit on them. I'm going to find a way. Um, I, I just, I can't. I can't. I, I just, I can't. Sorry, Cleveland. Sorry, Greg. Um, can't do it. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. I really don't care. I, 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 it's the Bengals and the Ravens. They're both exciting teams. I want to see the Bengals do well because I like Joe Burrow. Um, and I, I have friends that are Ravens fans, and I want to back them up. And I, I despite the whole, like, I'm going to be my own agent thing and his Lamar Jackson's whole situation, like, he's a good quarterback. And, you know, I want to see him succeed. I want to see yeah. that team succeed. I want to see Harbaugh, uh, Harbaugh s- succeed. So, I got nothing. I, I really can't shit on anybody in that division. No, Outside it's, the Browns. it's, you know what, it, it, it's like we kind of talked about, Joel Burrow's injury will be a big factor in mm-hmm. this division and who ends up winning it. Um, you know, with the injury with the Browns, we talked about it. You know, I'm I'm not particularly high on them anymore, even though mm-hmm. I still like their defense a lot. But I just do not like what I've seen offensively at all. The Steelers, I'm not convinced. Again, in my opinion, they should be 0-2. I mean, if Deshaun Watson doesn't cough that one up, they yeah. probably lose that game and are 0-2. So, not high on them. The Ravens, it's kind of like last year, too. They're winning. It's not like particularly dominant, but they mm. don't need to because their defense is solid and yeah. they've only given up 33 points in two games. So... Your quarterback is at least under contract and and happy this year. So if he does have an injury that is only supposed to keep him out two weeks, it shouldn't keep him out for eight like right. it did last year. So I think good things are happening for the Ravens. I expect them to be in the playoffs. That's my biggest takeaway out of the North so far. Justin, what do you think, brother? I mean, you guys pretty much hit it. Um, I mean, it's 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 not it's it's not shocking if if Baltimore's up there. Um, yeah, I you know. Cincinnati, that's not shocking either. This is usually how they start their year. Yeah, it's not. And it's then not. and then everything turns around. Obviously yeah. you gotta look at the Joe Burrow thing, make sure mm-hmm. he's good. It doesn't extend longer into what it needs to be. Right. Um, as right. we talked about before, um uh with that schedule coming up. Uh yeah, you know, shut him down, like Mikey said, shut him down. Let those you know, you could still end up winning those games potentially with the backup yeah. Uh, yeah. and and then, you know, you're you're still in it. Um, but yeah, by, by week eight, 
is usually when they start going on their yeah. their tirade and and Burrow starts getting mad at the world and starts passing for you know seven hundred and forty five yards. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, it's 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 not shocking. Um. Pittsburgh, you know, they're they're Pittsburghing. I, I you know this is yeah. there's, there's not much to get excited for if you're a Pittsburgh fan other than the fact that you have T.J. Watt. Yeah. Um. Because Najee Harris is 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 a you know, flash in the pan. He had yeah, one cool year, and then real good. I guess that's it. Yeah, I guess right. he's done. Um, you know, he lost Deontay Johnson. I guess your your other highlight would be George Pickens. Yeah, he's, uh, pick he's it to Pickens, uh, yeah, as I like to call it, pick it to Pickens. And uh, when that happens, but yeah, once Deontay Johnson goes down, then they know they're going to go to Pickens, and that's going to shut him down. So you're literally basing it off of your defense alone. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you lost uh, Casey Hayward and. Uh, or not Casey Hayward, uh, Cameron Hayward. Yeah. Too That's many right. Haywards in this league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, you know, my, my biggest gripe is going to be with the, with the, with the Browns. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk about them at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, that they were going to be a problem. Um, and I don't think any of us was sold on the Deshaun Watson thing. No. Um, I, for one, wasn't. No. You don't pay a guy that much after being out of the league for two years and basing it off of what he did in Houston with, you know, what he had there. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, for crying out loud. DeAndre Hopkins. As the best, during that time, the best receiver in the league. Yeah. It was, you know, like, come on, man. Like, and then, and then you're like, whoa, he's got Amari Cooper. He's got, you know... Donovan Peoples Jones and Elijah like, and I'm like, cool. And, Where the yeah. hell did they come up with these names, dude? Yeah. Lord. But they're football names, though. Like, yes. it sounds cool. like the Cam Peel sketches where they and they had all, all the, and they had all the cool <laughs> names on the same team. They had Peoples Jones and Chubb. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's it was Peoples it was cool. Chubb, Peoples Chubb. But my my problem is the is the quarterback position in Cleveland. This yeah. is this is this is part of the course. For Cleveland, paying out a quarterback, or paying out for the wrong quarterback, uh, you know they did it with uh, Brock Osweiler. They did it with uh, you know obviously Deshaun Watson. Every every single quarterback that comes through that you know gives them you know one game of glory, they go, oh man, he's our answer. Their answer was Baker Mayfield. And True. and and I'm sorry, like I know a lot of people shit on Baker Mayfield. I've I've always been a Baker fan. Uh, I get crap for it all the time. Uh, but here's the thing: his numbers in Cleveland were actually good. And when yeah. you look at his numbers now, compared to the three teams that he's been on with Tampa Bay, with the Rams, with the Panthers, the 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 numbers kind of you know it, it, they let their their future quarterback I think go a little bit too early. Now not yeah. now his his best year was in 2020. Okay, he 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 went ape shit. Um and he had a couple of of dudders, but I don't fully blame Baker for these bad years. And I've said this so many times, Hugh Jackson and Freddie Kitchens should never be allowed to head coach in the NFL ever again. <laughs> they were the problems on that on those teams. Yeah. When they were in Cleveland. This man went through three head coaches mm-hmm. in his Five-year stint yeah. in Cleveland, and you're going to sit there and say, Baker was the problem. Correct. No. 
Yes, he he's like every no, other I'm not quarterback. Saying you're correct. I'm just saying. No, I'm no, I'm saying no. I'm saying not no, the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I'm saying is that is 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 when you have a quarterback that has to learn three different systems in a matter of five years, he's gonna make his quarterback errors. He's gonna throw his picks. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Sure, but you're asking him to learn one way. Then this guy goes, no, yeah, I don't know. I don't like that way. You want to learn this way. All right, well, I learn this way. Yeah. All right, cool. Now. You can sit there and argue, well, he's a quarterback. He has to adapt to a new... Sure, but when you do that in a span of five years... You need to have some consistency. Yes, and that's kind of unfair to put solely the blame on Baker Mayfield. Correct. Now, here's where I blame Cleveland. When you look at his numbers... Cleveland? I'm going to blame them. So, <laughs> so his last eight games with the Browns before the shoulder injury, okay? Okay. Before the shoulder injury, he was throwing 68% completion percentage, right? He had 2,247 yards, 13-2 and two touchdown to interception ratio. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. that's good football. 106 QBR. Yeah, that's really good. That was before the injury. That's great fantasy stats. Mm-hmm. Okay, now his teams, with uh, combining that with the Rams, the Panthers, and the Buccaneers, okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so his percentage between those three teams was okay. 66% completion rating, okay. 1340 passing yards, seven and two touchdown to interception ratio, okay. and a 92.6 QBR. That's, that's across the board between three teams. Okay. So he went to the Panthers and, you know, played decent. Yeah. Yep. Went to the Rams, played decent. Now he's playing in Tampa Bay and he's undefeated and he's slinging. The last person that got uh, traded because of their shoulder injury, I don't know if you remember this guy. Yeah. Uh, he played for the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, well, His name yeah. was Drew Brees. Yeah. And they went, you know what? This guy's not going to be it. Yeah. You get a shoulder injury like that, yeah. we're yeah, going to have to ship him. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Shipped him, and what did he do? Yeah. He, Broke records, yeah. went on to win a championship only... with, the, with the Saints. Now, I'm not comparing... No, Baker Mayfield yeah. to a Drew Brees, but I'm comparing the situation. Similar trajectory. You traded away this guy because you thought he was going to be ass, and he ends up having really decent numbers. Baker's not the problem. If Baker was still on this team right now with the fifth-ranked defense, that's what let Cleveland down a lot, too, when Baker was there, was that defense. defense. They had no defense other than yeah. Miles Garrett. But they had no corners. They had no safeties. Yeah. They had nothing. Yeah. Now they have the fifth-ranked defense right now. Okay, and It's only been two games, but they have the fifth-ranked defense. If you would have had Baker there instead of Deshaun Watson and a non-injured Chubb, we might be talking a little bit differently about the Browns. 100%. I agree. But I, that, I, but that is the issue that I'm having, is that they, they, they sat there and went, whoa, we're not sold on this guy. The guy that actually came in and got you to the playoffs when uh, Tyrod Taylor went down. Another good name. Another great name. Yeah. Ty- but yeah, came in. And, and got them to at least a playoff, and, and then you went, no, he's not the answer. No, he actually was, because yeah. he was putting up numbers. A 13-2 to two before he went on that in, injury, is that's, that's really good. That's really good. That's almost, I don't want to say Aaron Rodgers-esque, because he only threw like you know four interceptions for a three-year <laughs> span. Right. But he was on, on course Look, to like actually have some really good yeah. percentages. I think your criticism is a hundred percent correct, and and well, you know, 
I'm sorry for there. yelling. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I'm look, sorry for yelling. The Browns went 11-5 and five in 2020, made the playoffs, absolutely beat the crap out of the Steelers for their pl- first playoff win in, you know, a bajillion years. And then they went on the road and narrowly lost mm-hmm. to the Chiefs, uh, the team that went on, you know, they went to the Super Bowl last mm-hmm. year and lost to Brady in his first stint there with Tampa. But yeah. They they nearly took down the Chiefs, who were the defending Super Bowl champions, yes. on their home field. Baker played good in that game. If it wasn't for a muff punt by the Browns yeah. in the fourth quarter of that game, they gave the Chiefs the ball deep in their own territory. They might have won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, to your point, they decided it was Baker Mayfield's fault. They they didn't want to pay him thirty million. Easy to blame him. Imagine if they had him on under contract for thirty million a year right now instead of Deshaun Watson for forty six, forty seven million. And what you could do with that extra seventeen million for that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but I don't want to go back to what I said early on. All about timing and all about that, that right fit, that right system, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, he Baker's had to take his licks. He's had to get to where he is now in order to find that success. And, I mean, granted, yeah. it's only two games into the season. Yeah. And he yeah. might come back down to earth. Dude, he might beat uh, us on Monday. But, right. He might. But, you know, at the same time, I mean, you know, it just goes to show that, like, you just, you take a player out of a crappy situation, out of a toxic situation. Yeah. yeah. And I would argue that that situation in Cleveland is toxic. And, yeah. you know, I, I mean, you put him in that situation with a with a franchise that has some stability, has yeah. some consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, that's a completely different yeah. situation. OBJ didn't yeah. help him. OBJ hasn't been OBJ no. since he was with the Giants. Sorry. No. Jarvis Landry was constantly one, there, too. Yeah, constantly, you know. I mean, OBJ's played one good half of football since he, he left the Giants. It happened to be in the first half of the Super Bowl, and yeah. then he got hurt. So <laughs> that's, that's literally what we've seen out of that guy since he left the Giants. So. Yeah. Kind of looking like it actually wasn't Baker's problem. No, and yeah. and you and you see and you see the proof with the stats. The yeah. second he got out of Cleveland and he went to Carolina, you know he he, he had still yeah, decent totally. numbers. Then he went to yep. to to the Rams, had that epic comeback win. Uh, yeah. When uh, what's his face went down and he came in and saved the day, um, and and then goes to Tampa, and you know. Picking up right where he left yeah. off when he got when he got you know shipped out from from L.A. Yep. He's showing that look, I can still do it, and I was you know this number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. I, I still have that. Yeah, he talks a lot of shit. He doesn't back it up all the time, but a lot of that shit talk came in Cleveland. Yeah, he knew he was good. Yeah, he had a bad bad situation in Cleveland. Yeah, totally. You cannot yeah. be the guy. When you have three freaking coaches in five yeah. years, yeah. I'm sorry. There's yeah. just no excuse for that. Yeah. It's uh, very hard. I don't care who you. That probably would have been hard for Brady to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. If we're if we're you know we're being honest, like yeah, yeah. Great stuff. Uh, great stuff. Sorry guys. for no, no, yeah, no. yeah. So passionate about the guy here's Cleveland Browns quarterback situation for the past ten years. Yeah, yeah. I think that was all. Well said and well broken down. Um, as for the AFC South, the, the last one, um, you know, I think this division is relatively easy to kind of go through. So you've got the Jaguars, Colts, and Titans all at 1-1, one and one, the Texans at 0-2. The Texans are rebuilding. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to continue to kind of follow how they've started. They're going to be competitive in games within that division, probably not that competitive with teams outside of their division. Um, they're rebuilding. You know, I think the Texans are at least a little better than last year, but I don't think they actually have a chance of winning that division. You look at the other three teams, kind of fascinating, right? 
The Jaguars point differential through two games, plus two. The Titans point differential through two games, plus two. The Colts point differential through two games, plus one. Three very mediocre teams. Jacksonville's loss, of course, is against the Chiefs, so Mm -hmm. I think you give them a little something more there. But um, the Titans look to be like the Titans, right? They're going to be this pesky team. Because of the way they, they, they're built, they're going to be in mm-hmm. every game, just like they were last year. Seven of their losses were by one score last year. So this team looks exactly the same, right? Yeah. We're going to be pesky. We're going to be like, it's going to be a one-score game. We're going to maybe win. We're going to maybe lose. Looks like the same thing from them because they're yeah. well-coached. Rayburl's a good good, good yeah, coach. Yeah, I like Mike Rayburl. Um, the Colts I, I, are a little better than I thought they'd be. But again, my my concerns with drafting a running quarterback that can't throw are have already come to light. You know, Richardson's a great running the ball, but he's already sustained a concussion. Uh, probably not going to play this week. Only two games into his NFL career. How long can that actually go? Because if he gets another one this year, he's going to miss multiple games, and your whole season's derailed. So I'm not. Re- I'm still not real high on them. You yeah. know, I mean, their win was against the Texans. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not super high there. Jacksonville still looks to be the team. That loss at home was puzzling. The the lack of offense was a little bit puzzling as well. But yeah. they looked, but it was the complete opposite of how they played week one, where the offense looked really good and they looked mm-hmm. really good. So, I still think, talent wise, coaching wise, they've got the best quarterback in that division. It's still going to be the Jaguars, followed by. The mediocrity of the Colts and the Titans, with the Titans probably sticking in the race just because they're built that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my take on the AFC South. Justin, what do you think? No, I mean that's 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 pretty accurate. Um, I mean, I still have the Jaguars still taking this division. Oh, there's, me too. There's nobody else the that's going to end up taking no, it. Houston's no. still probably going to end yeah. up being the bottom because they're still trying to yes. figure out who they are. CJ yeah. Stroud. You know, getting his licks in right now and seeing what he can do. Yes. Uh, Will Anderson on the defensive end. He really hasn't, like, come to light just yet. No. Um, you know, and then, yeah, I, I'll, I'll probably have the Titans at number two just because the Colts are going to end up losing JT. Um, yeah. Eventually, yeah. before week eight, yeah. he's going to be gone. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that they can sustain with that. I mean, I mean, Zach Moss is a good running back. I think he's a you know he's that like he can catch he can run he can do all that but he's not Jonathan Taylor no um, and I think that yeah their defense is not going to be is is not as good on 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 paper as maybe some people are saying yeah um, yeah it, it would be Jacksonville then Tennessee then probably Indianapolis and then Houston um, it's 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 going to be kind of a kind of a runaway for Jacksonville like obviously. Okay, so they they struggled a little bit against Kansas City, but I mean I've seen other good teams struggle against a Kansas City defense that just happens to show up every once in a while and play their hearts True. out, and then yeah. they look great. And then the next week they come out and they look you know kind of mediocre. That's a good. Point. Um, so I mean they're go- I mean the Chiefs are going to look great against the the Bears this week, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of an automatic. <laughs> if you have the the we Chiefs should. defense, start them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know it's it's not going to be close uh, in this division. Jacksonville's going to run away with it. They they still on on paper and how they look, their offense is insane. Uh, Calvin Ridley already picking up where he left yeah. off in Atlanta, so yeah. that's already that's already proven to be a great sign. 
Um, and then the defense, man, they still look good. You held the Chiefs to 17 points. Yeah, the defense. You lost the game, yeah. but you still held the Chiefs to 17 points. And that well. touchdown didn't yeah. come until the fourth quarter. You're right. Yep. That that put them uh, that put them up. Yep. So you're right. I'm not worried about Jacksonville at all. And if they end up meeting the Chiefs in the playoffs, uh, could be a different situation as it was in Week Two, and the Jacksonville Jaguars might end up taking down, uh, you know, Kansas City's Chiefland Chiefs. <laughs> there we go. Nice, Mikey. Yep. AFC South, brother. What do you think here so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I nothing's changed. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's Jacksonville and or bust. Um, yeah. You know, the Colts. Yeah, like you said, are a little surprising, but I mean, you know, it, it's week two. I mean, yeah. week one and one. It's not. You know, breaks go your way. You know, and and you're one and one. Um, you know, interesting thing here with C.J. Shroud. Um, only one QB has thrown more passes this season, Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Stroud, however, has not thrown a single pick. Um, yep. So, you know, and he's a rookie. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's there's kind of impressive. There's yeah. promising signs going that's on. That's impressive. They're yeah. kind of, you know, as you talk yeah. about, it's a rebuild there. Time. They're trying to figure things out. He's not really trying to push the yeah. no, You know, that's, that's impressive. Th- um, they'll get better. I, they give D'Amico Ryan's actually a chance to coach there. Yeah, he's, they'll he's, get better. He's a good dude. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that's dude. that's a that's a good thing, uh, you know. Um, Great stuff. Obviously, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, one of those. Uh, one of those. thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Uh, I'll I'll be here for a remaining thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's the thing. I mean, you know, I, I guess the one thing that's kind of troubling a little bit about Trevor Lawrence, and I think this will even out as the season kind of goes on. Not no pun intended, is that he has these these moments of like one game he's absolutely brilliant and he looks every bit the number one overall pick and you know what everybody expected him to be, and then the following week. Whether it's the defense, whether it's is you know the offense isn't clicking or the defense isn't clicking, whatever it is, he looks average or the Jaguars look a little average. Um, the down, the upside, one hundred percent to Justin's point. You play in a shitty division yeah. where really the only team you would have to potentially worry about is the Titans. But I just don't think they have enough in their tank to be able to overtake mm-hmm. the Jags in the division. Um, but that's the only thing that's slightly concerning. You want to see him put a string of games together where he's he's consistently good. Um, I, I think would be the only thing. Yeah. But otherwise, I, I mean, it's the Jags and it's everybody else: the Titans, Colts, Texans. Um, you know. But yeah, uh, kudos to CJ Shroud. No picks. Hey, good job. Yeah, man. that's good awesome. Job. Hey, there you go, guys. We took you through the AFC. We'll take one more quick seg- segment break today, and then when we come back, we will run through the NFC quick and give you our thoughts there as well. Balls of Beards podcast, moving right along. Season 3, episode 13, moving right along. Uh, we just went through, gave you our rundown of the AFC, right? I went, went uh, division by division there, gave you our thoughts through the first couple of games. Now we will do the same thing in the NFC. Uh, I think it's only right we start right in the NFC East, of course, where we've got Justin's Eagles, we've got the Cowboys, we've got the Surprising Commanders, the Giants, and so on. We'll start there to begin with. Um, You know, my thoughts so far to open this one up, obviously I think you can make the argument this is the best division in football so far when you've got the Cowboys, Eagles, and Commanders all sitting at 2-0. The Cowboys looking incredibly dominant so far um especially defensively uh and and in the special teams front 
even the Giants, who looked absolutely horrible through the first six quarters of their season, were able to have a miraculous rally to come back and beat the Cardinals, of course, which I do have to give a shout-out to one of my best friends, Tom, out east. I called him at halftime of this game on Sunday, and I uh, was like, what the hell is going on with the Giants? I've got Daniel Jones. He has 0.25 fantasy points at halftime. They came out, they completed a 60-yard pass to start the second half, scored a touchdown. He would not let me get off the phone with him until they kicked the field goal to win. So I sat on the phone the entire time, and they pulled off the miraculous comeback. Tom, shout-out to you, my friend. And Daniel Jones for then scoring yeah, 37. Screw you, yeah, screw you, Tom. Screw you, Tom. Screw you. Yeah, I don't know you, Tom. I don't know you, Tom. I don't know who you are. Oh, Tom, sorry. Uh, you know that's going to come from an Eagles and Cowboys fan, but... I is that, is that, that short for Thomas out. or it's Tom? Thomas, Thomas McLaughlin. Yes, right. Thomas yeah, McLaughlin. Yeah, well, you know what? Yes, I don't like you. Connecticut boy. <laughs> you should, Actually, Mikey. That's going to help you draft take, pick I this take year. I back. You know what I mean? I do yeah. like you, Tom. Thank you and your Giants for beating my Cardinals. Yeah, you guys want Caleb to Caleb Williams. Right? Caleb Williams. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, obviously with the way, I mean, we got the Eagles. They were in... Yeah, Chunk is Chunk, that brought that Chunk was a better throw than Kyler Murray. Yeah. Chunk wants Caleb Williams wow. too. That was an impressive yeah. throw. Yep. Chunk is available wow. this weekend. Exactly. Hey, Jets, give him a call. Uh, but obviously, Everybody. you know the Cowboys have looked great. Granted, they they played a pair of teams that you know the, the Giants had everything go wrong in that opener on Sunday night, and then you know obviously like we talked about, if Aaron Rodgers plays, that's a different game this past week. But the, their defense looks really really good. Uh, and they're going to be a problem for anybody they they face. The Eagles are two and zero. They look good against the Vikings this this past Thursday, so they look fine. We talked about the Commanders getting off to two and zero, and then you know what? The Giants, you know, when a team can pull off a rally like that and all of a sudden just completely flip the switch, everybody got involved offensively. It can change the narrative of an entire season. So I'm not going to write the Giants off completely. They have a tough schedule. So it's going to be tough for them to duplicate last season's success. But I do think the second half of that game is going to be a springboard into better things. Because the Cardinals played the Commanders really tough on the road in Week 1, too. The Cardinals very well could be 2-0. Mm-hmm. So the good thing ah. that's happening here... Well, Mikey, if you look at your team right now... Yeah, you're I intentionally do not, do not. trying to lose, you could be 2-0. You're not that far from being successful. You're really not. I mean, it seems like you got a good coach there, and you've got some good schemes going. They just haven't been able to, to finish the deal. So, But anyway, back yeah. to the NFC East. I like that. It's the, best team, it's the best division in football with a couple of the best teams right now with the Cowboys and Eagles. And, you know, we'll see what happens with the Commanders going forward. So that's my take on the East. I, I wouldn't be surprised um, if if three playoff teams once again came from this division. But I think at this point, Cowboys and Eagles are definitely going to be in the playoffs and are definitely going to factor in who goes to the Super Bowl. There's my take on the East. Justin, we'll save you for last since your Eagles yeah. reside there. Oh, we'll Mikey, yeah. Mikey, yeah. Yeah. your thoughts on the East, my yeah. friend. Mm. <laughs> I mean, look, I I don't know. The, 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 put up or shut up with the Cowboys. I said that in the NFL preview. You know, I, I mean, it's... Oh, they're putting it's, up so far. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, look, their point differential is the best in the league. They have a 60-point point yeah, difference. They've scored the most and So their defense is really good, the and they're scoring points and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But 
week 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, it's only That's, two games. I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, for, for Cowboys fans, you know, I got a Cowboys friend uh, at work, and, you know, he's all about the Cowboys right now. Okay, cool. He should be, yeah. Uh, you know, I heard that last year. Yeah. You know, I just uh, from any Cowboys fan, I hear that every year. So yeah. <laughs> until you are hoisting that trophy, uh, you know, I, I, I take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Fair Eagles, I, I mean, they're good. Justin's yeah. Eagles look good. I, yeah. I can't. I mean, Jalen Hurts looks, looks good. Um, I got nothing there. Uh, if they get my Buda Baker, then they're going to be even scarier. Um, Commanders, absolutely. That's a surprising one. Hey, but you know what, though? We said this. I, we all, I think we all kind of said this in the NFL preview. You change ownership. You get rid of Dan Snyder. You kind of change things around. You know, I mean, that's a whole cultural great shift. point with getting rid that, of the that, You know, I mean, to, yeah, to our point with Mike McDaniels and, yeah. and, and atmosphere and building and having fun and whatnot. You got rid of that dark cloud that was Dan Snyder. And, you know, you got new ownership. Uh, you look at what Magic Johnson has done with, you know, LAFC, what he's done with the mm. Dodgers organization. You look at what he's done as part of an ownership group. Not saying yeah. it's all completely on him. Yep. But, you know, you look at that trajectory of being able to build enthusiasm and try and invest in the right way and everything like that. Um, you know, it gives you something to be hopeful for. Uh, you know, they just need a name change. That's the only thing that they need at this point. The Giants, I agree with you. I, I think the Giants, you know, I mean, they, they're not going to, with a tougher schedule, they're not going to have that same ridiculous success that they've had as, a, you know, the last few years. However, they'll probably be there in the mix, uh, you would imagine. Uh, Daniel Jones is a probably above-average quarterback, despite the shit that he gets. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's, he was impressive in that second half. Right, I absolutely. Against, you know, absolutely. You told was, me that I was at work and you told me like, oh, the Cardinals are up 20 zero at the half or whatever. And it's like, holy shit, we might win a game. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to win a game. And then it was like, <laughs> then I saw the final score and it was like, we allowed damn near 40 points or whatever it was in the yeah. second half. And it's like, 31 okay, yeah, that's, points. that sounds better. Yeah. Um, you know, but hey, look, I, I think this is by far probably the toughest division. Um, because yeah, you got a yeah. lot of good stuff going on yep. with all those teams. Um, I don't know. Kudos, kudos to all of them. And I, but I think it's the Eagles. But okay, I mean, all right. And not just because Justin's sitting two feet away from me. All right, fair enough, Mikey. A lot of love for the uh, NFC East, and and I think rightfully so, Justin. Um, your Eagles have some competition in the division this year. I feel like so. What do you think? We we already knew this. We already I already said that it was going to be between Dallas and Philly because it always is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, Washington's still not going to beat Dallas. They're still not going to beat us. Uh, so there's those are two, well, four losses right there. I think they'll get swept by both Dallas and Philadelphia. Um, as good as they look uh, uh, right now, they're still not going to get past us. They're still not going to get past Dallas. Um, you know... As as an Eagle fan, man, like I, I you know, I know I picked uh, obviously the Eagles to still come out of the out of the NFC East. Yeah. Um, and I and I do still believe that, but my percentage has gone down a bit, um, because the yes, the Cowboys defense looks very, very terrifying. Um, granted, they played you know, a Zach Wilson, and they played a very terrible New York Giants. I'm not sold on the Giants. Let me start with them. So, okay, I'm going to start with them. Uh, they're a joke. So, they're, they're an absolute joke. They're not going to do dick this year. Um, the fact that they came back and beat 
a sorry, a very terrible Arizona Cardinals team. Wow. Whoa, so whoa, cool. Whoa. So cool. I just gave your Eagles props. I'm sorry, man. But here's the thing though. Like they have they have nothing defensively going like for, for, for them at all. They have no they have no secondary, the Giants, right? No secondary. Now, they started two rookies in that first game. Like, and it's so bad. There's there's definitely issues on the Giants. And then yeah. and then if you're wanting to sit there and say like, oh okay, like you know, I I, I thought earlier in this uh, before the season started that this was going to be Isaiah Hodgins Hodgins Hodgins's team. Yeah, a lot uh, of people did. It's not. Um, <laughs> there, there's there's he did n- score the game time touchdown. I don't care well I'm it's just a, saying it's against the cardinals man i'm sorry mike but that that's that's they're gonna be the worst team in the nfl it, it, until kyler comes back and shows that he can be like that dude and actually make some things don't happen don't have to get super excited about it's just that it's like right. okay like cool you did a comeback against uh, you right. know the last kid picked on the on the basketball team like it's it it sucks to say that in in, in front of you mike i'm sorry i'm in your home I have to apologize every time I do this. The look on your face is so sad. You're breaking my heart. But, oh, <laughs> believe me, my heart is not broken. Yeah, when okay. they have the number one pick, though, it's not. Yeah. I, that's that. Honestly, that's like, my Super Bowl. Bro, get Caleb and then watch the yeah. world turn. Yeah, but but this was this was a Giants team that was expected to beat Dallas Week One, and that's what they did. Not a single point. No, I know it was a bad performance. Like it's embarrassing, it and it's like okay, like the ball yeah. is a good coach, like cool, like he's got people like you know buying in, but he ain't no Mike McDaniel's where they're actually sh- then taking that and showing it on yeah, the field. Yeah, that it- and and even in that Cardinals game, they still went down what 20-0, something like that. That's so bad. they were still shut out for four quarters and then two more. Until they started this turnaround when Arizona went, oh, well, we got this. We're good. Like, it's so bad what's going on in New York. It, it's like, it's, 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 it's to the point of embarrassment. The Giants aren't going anywhere. I don't believe in them at all. They're, they're probably going to be at the very bottom of the division the entire way. Washington will never drop to the bottom, and they're done. They're a joke of a team. They have nothing. I wow. don't give a shit about Daniel Jones. You wow. can pay him all the money in the world. If he can run all over when Saquon is out, he still he still has nowhere to throw. And that line lets him down more than anything. The line is horrible. Daniel the Jones second was that running that ball, for his life yeah. to make plays. The yeah. second yeah. that that ball is snapped, there's yeah. a defender in the in the back already, and he's yeah. and he's running for his life. Well, I, I I'm intrigued to see what they do Thursday night, right? Because they we're gonna find out. They play the 49ers, who have looked They're like the best team in the NFL so far. They're well, gonna get destroyed. So we'll find out, right? If they if this rally, you know, could actually spark something, which sometimes it does, or if whatever, it was just a comeback against a bad team. To your point, so. I, okay, I fun know. fact uh, right here uh, about your Giants, uh, about your Giants, Justin. About my, my New, New York Giants, Giants yep. my G-Men. 100%. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, uh, Jones hasn't thrown more than two TD passes in a game since 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Just throwing that out there. He's dumb. Um, I, I, serviceable, I, but I hear he's, you. Nothing, he's nothing special. Nor no, that, that's not. When you think about like, that kind of a stat, and you think about the amount of money the dude's getting paid, you know, that's, that, and to get, to no, get blanked 
No, and and he's, six he's, quarters he's gonna get football. cremated tonight. I'm sorry. Like the uh, shout out to my wife Ronnie. She's she she already knows she's going into this game with an automatic dub. Um, it's 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 gonna be bad. This game's gonna be bad. All right, I'm done talking about them now. Uh, you spent it, way too much time on the Giants. I'm dude. sorry. That's yeah. how much I hate them. Uh, I don't. I don't hate them as much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, Angel. I love you. Um, it's it's going to be between the Philly uh, Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys for the division. Uh, yeah. I still think Philly will end up taking uh, the division via uh, by a very small uh, amount. Um, but I, I am scared to play Dallas uh, until we can actually see what they do offensively because they haven't had to do much. Um, you know, Dak, you know, he's not getting any anything talked about him yet because, well, he really hasn't had to do really anything. Um, that defense has kept, uh, you know, offenses, uh, you know, just shut down, basically. Um, Micah Parsons is going to be the defensive player of the year. Yeah. I'm calling that yeah. now. Uh, even as good as TJ Watt looked on that Monday night game and everybody is pegging on his return, Micah Parsons is going to be defensive player of the year, and then he's going to be the next uh, highest paid player uh, in the league uh, as far as defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy is a fucking beast. I'm terrified of him. If he gets hurt, cool. I'm fine with that because <laughs> I, you know I, I don't have to worry about that man. Yeah. Um, he's a good dude. He's a good cat, um, and he scares the living hell out of me. Uh, when we should. do play the Cowboys, <laughs> it's going to be a great game. It's yes. either going to be an offensive game or if it's going to be a defensive game because both of us have really great defenses. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be those two. There's there's been no question. Washington will just keep that third place, uh, you know, trophy uh, for the entire year. I think um, that's about right. And, yeah, we'll, we'll see who makes it out of the playoffs between the Cowboys and Eagles. It'll be the Eagles because Dallas doesn't know how to win in the first round. Um, or the second round, for that matter, because if they get the, the automatic pass, they still don't know how to win a game. They'll still lose to the San, uh, San Francisco 49ers because <laughs> they own them. Um, and, yeah, that's Sounds it. Sounds about right. You uh, want me to go? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to leave? Yeah. Should I get on? Can I get on now? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I still got more time. It sounds pretty good. Look, the only concern I have with the Eagles so far is the fact that they've played very good through three quarters and and should be finishing off these teams. Yes. I, Kirk Cousins had the best game of any NFL quarterback so far this season on Thursday night. Yes. So I don't like to see that. I don't like to see a team get out to a 16 nothing lead and then yes. kind of pitter-patter through three quarters in New England. That being said, you won the games, and that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but you, like I said before, I was going to be scared with so these, gonna be, these new coordinators. Be some, some it's all changing. Yeah, it's all new. Yeah. So, so we have to figure out who we are. That's we know it. what we are on paper, but that's, we need to figure out who we are systematically. That's it. That, that's, that's my only yeah. concern. Yeah. That being said, that. the, you won both games, which is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And I do feel like the Patriots and Vikings, while they're both 0-2, they're not like a bad 0-2. They're a... Uh, we lost two really close games, 0-2. You know, I don't think they're necessarily bad teams. Yeah, they came so. back and scored on teams that, you know, yeah. they gave up a defensive but in the fourth quarter. I, I'm but, you know, yeah, my, cool. I want to see that get better, obviously, as you <laughs> yeah. do as the season yeah, goes along. No, because it's going yeah, to have to. But, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, all right, guys, there we yeah. go. How about the NFC West? Mike's favorite division. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, Mikey, let's start with you. Let's do uh, it. Over here in the NFC West. Let's do uh, it. Dude, we got, you know, your Cardinals. Yep. We got the Rams. Yep. We got the 49ers. We got the Seahawks. Yep. 
49ers have looked very good through their first two games. What's your take, dude? NFC West. Keep it up, Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Williams. Yes, Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. Keep it up. Keep it up. Um, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm eating some crow a, a little bit so far in two games. I mean, I kind of was uh, raining on the 49ers parade. A smidge. Um, you know, um, but... They've looked really good yeah. thus far. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, kind of like we talked about in the in the you know uh, opening segment or whatever. I mean, the Rams being one and one is you know Matt Stafford's looking pretty solid. That team's looking mm-hmm. pretty solid. They just traded uh, Cam Akers today to uh, the Vikings uh, for a sixth round pick 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 swaps. Oh wow! Um, All right, yeah, and so uh, you okay. know, but. You know, I mean, I, I think that that's just indicative of maybe, you know, getting some camaraderie, getting a little bit of chemistry, you know, after uh, winning, you know, a Super Bowl and whatnot and, and, and doing all that kind of stuff and tearing down your entire future. You're able to kind of build towards something there. Uh, you know, Geno Smith is, you know, is what it is. Uh, they're one and one there in Seattle, but he's throwing to Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. So that makes anybody's job look remotely easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, look, I, I, I don't I think the Rams, they're gonna kinda maybe peter out a little bit. That's my guess. Uh Seahawks are probably, you know, uh gonna get better uh yeah. over time a yeah, little I bit. Agree. They're gonna get some more consistency going. Cardinals, I just want you to consistently lose. That's all I wanna say there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I Dobbs has played well in these two games, uh surprisingly well. Um, you know, and, and for a guy that we traded for at the beginning of the season. Uh, near, damn near, like you know, through training camp and uh, mm-hmm. from the Browns, um, and he's looked solid. Uh, but you know, I'm not counting any chickens. I don't want to count any chickens till the end of the season. Um, I, I, I don't have any faith in this team. I, I'd like to see them just be competitive, which they've been thus far. To your point, Chris, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's great. Um, and yeah, if you go up big in the first half and lose big in the second half, I'm okay with. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I got nothing else. It's the little it, victories. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I, I got nothing else to say about this. What has gone from potentially a powerhouse division just a couple years ago is now like, meh. So, yeah, right? I got nothing else. No kidding. Um, I, well said, Mikey. I don't know. Thank you. I think... I think that's what's going Thank on you. as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, this is the Magoo division of, like, the, the <laughs> NFC. Like, it's the Magoo Took division. Took the words right out of my the, mouth, Mike. Yeah, there we go. It's the Magoo division. <laughs> uh, Justin, let's go to you, my friend. Um, your thoughts here on the NFC West so far. You know, I, I, I expected Seattle to be either, you know, leading the division or being at least in second. Uh, San Francisco, it's, there's, there was no question that they were going to be winning this division un, in, until proven otherwise. Yeah. Um, they look just insanely good. That defense is still just as potent as ever. Um, it's almost as if they needed a Nick Bosa to supercharge them. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, Traverius Ward coming over because they love their wards yes, down there they in do. San, uh, yes. San, uh, San Francisco. Almost said San Diego's. Uh, but yeah, no, they love their wards down there uh, in San Francisco. Um, Fred Warner still playing like a f- madman uh, at linebacker. Uh, C Mac, you know, he's 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 trying to show people that he's not made of paper and can't get injured anymore. 
uh, and he's running like a man on fire. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, he is. You know, that's a good shout out to everybody that took him number one overall. Yeah, um, that was the right choice. That was the right choice. Uh, it wasn't Derrick Henry and it wasn't Austin Eckler. It was C-Mac. No, and it wasn't Jamar Chase. Or Justin, or Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Well, Justin Jefferson, I guess, he's putting, he put up numbers. He's putting numbers, yeah. Um, but C-Mac, he's the one that's scoring consistently, and his numbers yeah. are just bonkers. Yeah. And Brock Purdy showing that he is still that guy. Still um, that guy. Still that you know, guy. everybody was yeah. saying, like, oh, it was a fluke yeah. season. Last dude in the in the NFL draft pick, uh, Mister Irrelevant, and then he comes yeah. in these first two games and shows, no, I'm still that guy. There's a reason why they traded Lance and kept me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, even though it's two games in, the guy still looks great. He's you know going in and playing Pittsburgh is still not an easy task. Okay? No, you're no, still playing that defense. That's you're still tough. going up against T.J. Watt, and they handled him well. Um, you know that's that's that. Kudos to them for going in there against Pittsburgh, and and that it, it's not an easy task. No. Um, yeah, San Francisco's going to win this division without question. Uh, Rams, you know they, you know we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see. They have they have they have two wide receivers that stepped up out of nowhere with a tutu and Puka. Um, I like Puka. Williams, the running back, looks pretty and good. Kyron too. Williams, yeah, he looks he looks solid. He looks better yeah. than Cam Akers ever could have in that yeah. team. Um, you know, could be a not a Todd Gurley two point Yeah, but at least, he but. doesn't have the size that Todd Gurley has, but at least has that kind of electricity. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. You know, the defense is still a little bit of a question mark. Uh, yeah. With the Rams, you know, Aaron Donald getting up there in years, he's not getting as much pressure. True. As say like a Micah Parsons is getting, yeah, that's uh, true. you know, uh, over there in Dallas, um, you know, he's he's I think mm-hmm. he's dropping off a little bit, not much, just yeah. a tick, yeah, just a tick, um, and then yeah, you know, Seattle, big win for them uh, against Detroit uh, on Sunday, big um, win, yeah, you know, uh, Geno Smith almost single-handedly gave a win to Detroit with that. 19 yard running backward sack that he took instead of getting rid of the ball um we all when we were watching that game we all said you gino just got paid and gave that game to detroit with that sack what was he thinking running back that far and not even attempting to throw the ball out uh and still managed to get eke out a win uh against detroit and a solid effort by detroit yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, they'll, I I still think that they'll be the one to 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 battle San Francisco uh, for that division lead. But it's still going to be San Francisco, um, and then Arizona is going to get Caleb Williams next year in the draft. There you go. They're going to get him, uh, and and that's going to be the turning point for Arizona. Uh, you get rid of yeah. Kyler. You see what you can get. Maybe get another first round pick. Uh, you know, get another get another veteran presence on offense. Um, maybe grab something on defense because that got completely obliterated. Um, and and see, this this is rebuilding time for Arizona. Yeah. It really is. I I had them, uh, you know, coming out, uh, going into the not coming out, coming uh, going into the NFC Championship game uh, a few years back when they looked damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Damn good. Yeah. I was so like, man, yeah. this team is going to be dangerously yeah, scary, yeah, yeah. and then agree. nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that they can get back to that with Caleb. Um, you get yourself a couple, you know, solid picks from a Kyler trade wherever he ends up going. Maybe New York. Yeah, who knows, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, just just 
just get some solid pieces into Arizona, turn the tide a little bit, but it starts with Caleb because um, I think he actually portrays more, and this is weird saying this as an OU guy, and I had Kyler, he, he gives off more of a QB vibe than Kyler ever has in the NFL. Yeah, Caleb is going to be NFL rated. The, the the guy he was he was OU too. Yeah, before he went to USC. Yeah, and I was mad that we let him go. Um, well, it's because your coach got away and he took no, everybody. Yeah, that I was know worth everybody. Anything everybody with him left. Yeah. Um, but he knew. He knew though. Yeah, and Caleb's going to be NFL ready the second he drops in. Uh, oh yeah, on the Cardinals field and yeah. Yeah. Things things will turn. Things will turn for the better, Mike. Yeah, there we go. Um yeah, guys, NFC West, I mean, I, it's to me there's two kind of surprises. One team that is highly volatile and then one team that's really good. 49ers mm-hmm. are really good. They're going to win this division again. They'll probably be injured because that's what the 49ers do and they'll still win a bunch of games cuz that's what the 49ers do because when you have a really good coach, um you can withstand all that garbage and still win. Um, the two surprises are the Rams, right? The Rams have been, I, I have to be honest, I thought they were going to be atrocious. They've been much better offensively than I thought they would be. Right. The other yeah. surprise is, is the Cardinals. Not the surprise that they're 0-2, but the surprise is that they have actually been the most dominant team in football through three quarters through the first two weeks. Mike, you've outscored your opponents 44-24. to The problem is you're, you've been outscored 27 to nothing. In the fourth quarter of your two games. And, of course, that's where the losses have come. So the Cardinals are surprised because they've been super competitive and actually really good through the first three quarters of games. I mean, that's got Chunk excited over there talking about how you guys have started games. And then you've got the volatile Seahawks who, let's be honest, looked like crap at home against the Rams in their opener, a a place where it's supposed to be impossible to go get a victory, and they did not look good. Yeah. 12th men didn't show up. That and then day. they go to Detroit and they win a game that looks like they're going to lose the entire time and, and they get a win over a tough opponent in Detroit. So that's where the surprise comes from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's it for that division. You know, we, we've we got, I think Seattle will, will continue to do that. Probably look good one week, not so good the next week. Yeah. The Cardinals are going to probably keep doing <laughs> what they're doing and get that number one pick, right? Uh, and then the Rams... We'll see what happens. Um, I will say this, though. The Cardinals are going to have competition with one other team that we're going to talk about in the NFC for a shitty record. (laughs) I think you're right, yeah. And and we'll move over to that. We'll start in the NFC North right now. Uh, Go over to the North, of course. My Packers are there. The the Lions, who we've talked about a lot. Yeah. The Vikings, who we've mentioned a little bit. And the Bears, who, you know... why you need to mention them through two games, but we will talk about them now. But, um, boys, I- I'd like to get your take on the NFC North first. I'll come back and chime in. But, Mikey, yes. let's start with you, my friend. Okay, let's do it. Packers-Lions are tied for first at 1-1. One one. Yep. Vikings and Bears have both 0-2. The Vikings have lost a pair of close games. The Bears have not looked particularly good in their two losses. Your take on the NFC North? Uh, I... I mean the the, the lion the lions you know they they lost their game to Seattle yeah right? but yeah. they won that first game against the Chiefs yeah uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna figure that out you're I mean Jordan Love's looked pretty good um, yeah at quarterback yeah. from what I've I've heard what I've read uh, yeah you know I mean your Packers you know hey they they seemingly uh, you know they're they're living living life um, outside of that bar uh, in Green Bay that was gonna <laughs> you know cover everybody's tabs. Um, if the Jets lost that game, 
you know, and then they promptly won that that opener. Uh, and then I had to it's a great video clip of oh, everybody yeah. realizing during that punt return that the, the, the bar tab they just racked up for the yep. past three and a half hours yep. that they're actually going to have, have to, to pay, pay it. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, you know, look, I, I, what, I'm, what I'm just baffled by, and I, and I think it's similar in the conversation and or trajectory of another gentleman that we just spoke of here not too long ago yeah. um, that Justin was very adamant about, had wonderful stats about, and that's Baker Mayfield. Justin Fields. I mean, it's kind of weird that, like, you know, he's kind of having to make comments and he's saying these things in terms of, you know, coaching staff not being prepared. And, and he's making some of these comments and whatnot. And it's just, uh, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared of Chicago. I'm scared of Chicago, not for winning. I'm scared of Chicago for sucking as bad as we're trying to suck and, and possibly sucking worse and getting that number one pick. Um, I don't want that. I, I don't want that. I, I do, and they play in a division that's probably very similar in to to us in the NFC West. Um, I don't know. I, I like the Lions still. I still love Dan Campbell. Kirk Cousins has actually played pretty well for the Vikings. Uh, Jefferson hasn't looked. He's not the reason great. they've lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's kind of surprising because you kind of much like yeah. putting the onus on other other teams, right? Kind of the losses you would think that it would be Kirk Cousins, and that's not happening. Yeah. Um, it's their defense. Their yeah. defense wasn't good last yeah, year. They didn't bring anybody year. in. Yeah. Why people thought they would be good this year, I have yeah. no idea. Their yeah, defense but I don't bad. know. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm kind of baffled by the whole Justin Field situation. It, it just a lot of I think kind of yeah. like a Bakerfield thing. Yeah. You know, you you look at some of these guys that get drafted and they get drafted high, and teams are high on them initially, and then very quickly they turn their backs on them. Ironically enough, or probably not coincidentally, is probably the better way to put it. Some of that timing has to do with the towards the end of their rookie contracts, and yep. then they're going to be on the hook for paying these guys. And all of a sudden, the guy that was the savior of the team doesn't look like he's worth the money that he potentially could get getting an extension off of his rookie contract. In which case, you suddenly want to move on from the guy. I get it. He's probably he hasn't shown really what he can do. I think his coaching staff doesn't know what the hell to do with him. Um, mm. He's a pretty solid running quarterback now, from what I've read. They want him to be this pocket passer thing, which doesn't really. Mean, that's not his strong suit. So it's kind of interesting to see if, if they're doing that on purpose to make it look like he's not as good as what he actually yeah. is. It sucks because you have a young kid's confidence that you would think that you were trying to build up and work towards. It's not like you were going into this season as a Super Bowl contender or yeah. a Super Bowl favorite. So to be kind of throwing your younger quarterback kind of out there like that, high and dry, is, is, is a little concerning. I don't know. Your Packers look good. Detroit looks good. I still think it's Detroit's division to lose. Yeah, uh, I still think they win the division, um, and then everybody else. Fair enough. I, I think that was a great take, Mikey. A great breakdown. After there. two games in the season. Yeah, <laughs> Justin, <laughs> NFC North, my friend. Uh, yeah, you know it's 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 the the, the stuff in Chicago is weird. Um, you know who, who's to say that all these players, you know, they switch around and do different uh, positions. You know, wide receivers go to running back, and running backs go to wide receiver, and tight ends yeah. go to fullbacks, and all this stuff. Who's to say that Justin Fields doesn't make a transfer and just be a half a halfback? Yeah, be a running back because obviously he's proven that he doesn't know that the forward pass exists in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you look at some of the tape from this last game and this kid missing. Russell Wilson like wide open passes. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know this early in your career and you're and you were talked about being an MVP candidate uh, at the uh, you know the beginning of the year. You know, hey, you know what? Maybe quarterback isn't for you. 
Maybe you're not. Maybe maybe this is proof that you're not an NFL quarterback. You were a college quarterback. But hey, man, you can run. Why don't you just switch to uh, to running back and not take a page out of Tim Tebow when he should have been a tight end and he probably would have been a Hall of Fame tight end because he can block, he can run, he can you know, or even a fullback, be a Mike Allstott, right? Why don't you just make the switch and just be a running back? And I guarantee you, he'll run for 200 yards a game. Like, because the kid is good at running. He really is. But he's not a quarterback. Um, Downside is the money's in the QB position, not yeah, in the running back. cares about the money? You know what? It's, 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 All it's, NFL players. Well, you know, that's fair. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's like you've got to just, like, kind of put up or shut up at this point. Like, if you can't do the position that you're drafted at and you and – you, yeah, you want to make the money. You know what? Why don't you switch to another position, show that you can do it, and go, hey, you know what? Wow, that was really great that you did that. Yeah. Here's here's forty five million. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Like and 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 that's how you can beat the system. Um, Minnesota being zero and two, I already said that they were going to be at the bottom of the division. I think Chicago will squeak out a win or two, um, but Minnesota, I still think finishes at the bottom. They can't finish games. They and, can, and their, and, defense, and their is defense is not good. Defense is bad. It doesn't matter that Kirk Cousins is playing great. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter that Justin Jefferson put yeah. up you know a whole bunch of yards on us. Yeah, uh, there's problems yeah. there. Alexander Madison can't run. They have no running game. No. Yeah, they got Cam Akers, but he couldn't run in, in L.A. either. Yeah, yeah um, So their running game was still a question mark. Um, mm-hmm. And I said that at the beginning when Dalvin Cook left. They have no running game. So all you have to do is just focus on the passing yeah. game. Yep. And focus on Justin Jefferson, which is an easier task, you know, said than done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still think Minnesota finishes at the bottom of the of the division. Green Bay still finishes number two, and Detroit figures it out, has a has a bunch of wins, um, and wins this division and gets into the playoffs and might make some noise. Uh, I still I still buy into the Dan Campbell way of business. Hundred percent. Um, you know, they lost a close game to Seattle. Yeah, they should have won that game, but you know. Everybody has those games within a year that they should have won and yep. didn't because the other team just got lucky. Yep. I think Seattle got lucky in that game because Geno almost handed that game to them. Right. He really, really yeah. did. Yeah. You can't take a 19-yard sack in the yeah. fourth quarter with the game on the line yeah. and not throw the ball away. So Detroit still wins this, uh, this division. Jordan Love has sparks of, you know, being that dude. He does look good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, losing to that close game in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Mr. Desmond Ritter, as I said, I was going to name drop his ass. Uh, he, looks, he, looks, he looked good in that game against, uh, against you guys. That defense couldn't really stop him. And you couldn't really stop Bijan Robinson. Actually, so the defense is a surprising. little bit of a question mark. But I still don't think they drop any farther than two. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, good stuff. I I agree Thank with the you. Vikings. Uh, they don't. Their defense is just completely suspect. Yeah. Inability to run the ball. I'm with you. I don't think trading for Cam Akers moves out a whole lot. It's not an answer. I think you're seeing part of the problem. Part of the problem with the Bears is, and this is the shift that's happened in the last ten years in the NFL, where usually what teams have been doing is when they bring in their their new rookie quarterback that's mm-hmm. supposed to be the guy in the case of a guy like Justin Fields or Justin Herbert that comes in with a fair amount of fanfare, yeah. they usually hire an offensive coach to get the most mm-hmm. out of them. Not the Bears. They're still sitting with the defensive coach, and the Chargers are still sitting with the defensive coach. Not anymore coach. because he resigned, and yep. his house got raided. <laughs> 
Yeah. Who's that? The that Bears, was, defense. The Bears the defensive coordinator yeah, resigned, and then he's, his Ebers got raided by the FBI. No, no, like, the head coach is a defensive guy. And well, yeah, that's my yeah, point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brandon Staley's the defensive guy, the head coach. You can need to bring in a guy yeah. that's going to cater and have the most important. The the, the the head coach's importance and expertise needs to be on offense absolutely. to get the most yeah. out of your young 100%. quarterback. Yes, absolutely. So we're seeing a defensive-minded coach. The Bears trying to keep this. You know this facade like the the Ravens have had for all these years of being this tough defensive team and mm-hmm. nobody's going to run on us and all this stuff. Yeah. They're not good defensively. They've given up sixty five points. They they're not good. Yeah. They're not good defensively right now. They look bad, um, and they clearly don't know how to use Justin Fields in the right way. To your point though, Fields is not making good reads. He's not really progressing as a passer. Everybody made this big hoopla about DJ Moore. While I like DJ Moore. He's nowhere near a Stefan Diggs. Like some people are like, all right, well, the Bills traded and got Diggs, uh, you know, so that's what helped Josh Allen take the big step forward. No, it was having Brian DeBull there is yeah. what helped him take a big step yeah. forward. Yes, of course, getting Diggs is a big help. But this this thinking of we can trade for one wide receiver and all of a sudden our offense is going to look like the 49ers mm. in the 80s. DJ Moore, guys, averaged about 65 catches, right about 1,000 yards, 999 yards, and four touchdowns for his Panthers career. That's really solid. In today's NFL, that's not superstar wide receiver one numbers. No. Not even close. Sorry. But he also had an actual quarterback that threw the ball downfield to him, too. Yeah. It feels like I don't know what it is. He just refuses to, like... I, it's, throw the ball right, and and they're not they're not using DJ Moore. You know they didn't they didn't play guys in the preseason. It's hurting. They played him in in one quarter of one game where Fields threw a seventy yard screen pass touchdown to DJ yeah. Moore, and then threw a sixty five yard screen pass touchdown to Khalil Herbert, mm-hmm. and then they called it a game for the whole preseason. Two of three for one hundred and thirty yards. He and two looks touchdowns. great. Oh my God, the Bears look great. They're He's so going to be MVP. Five yards combined and against second team defenses, and these yeah. dudes took it to the house. Big overreaction. Bottom line is the Bears and Vikings don't look particularly good, right? The Vikings are having the regression from going 11 and 0 and one score games mm-hmm. last year. We knew that wasn't going to happen. I'm with you guys. The Lions are going to be good. It was one of those games. Seattle mm-hmm. kept fighting back. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it Seattle happens. got a little it's fortunate okay. to win that game. It's okay. They had a great opening win in Kansas City. I think Detroit will be good. They're going to win some football games. Um, Green Bay, yeah, there's a lot to like with how Jordan Love's played so far. Uh, We've played seven really good quarters of football and one horrible quarter of football where we got all played badly in all three facets of the game. That is the youth on our team. We're very young. We're by far the youngest team in the NFC right now, especially offensively. Mm -hmm. So you saw a lot of that. We could not move the ball. We couldn't get a first down in the fourth quarter. Uh, we decided, you know, we didn't let Jordan Love try to win that game until the last possession when we went 0 for 4. Other than that, he was 0 for 2 the first, you know, couple of drives yeah. in the fourth quarter. That was a young team giving one away. Um, part of that is we didn't have Aaron Jones in the backfield. Part of that is we still haven't had Christian Watson on the field, who's oh, our yeah. one deep threat to stretch the defense. They knew that. They 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 stacked the box. We weren't able to get anything going, and then. We actually didn't have Bakhtiari either, our best offensive lineman. So when you go to a place like Atlanta with a team that, you know, the Falcons certainly look better than they have been, having those guys, I think we win that game. That being said, 
that that was a young team learning how to win, and yeah. there's going to be a few of those bumps. Sure. It sucks to win a game when you're ahead 24 to 12 going into the fourth quarter. You feel like you're close to being two and zero. It didn't happen. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bounce back and learn from that. So that being said, to your guys' point, Jordan Love six touchdowns, no pick through two games. Um, he's had two three touchdown games so far in 2023. Aaron Rodgers had one in all mm-hmm. of 2022. So there's a lot of good things going on. I feel like I have seen absolutely nothing that says we won't be a playoff team right now, especially with how a lot of the teams are looking in the NFC right now. Mm -hmm. When you cannot get a single first down and gain zero yards of offense in the fourth quarter and you lose by one point on a field goal, we'll still take that. So, you know, I'm interested to see the bounce back. Now we're at home for the first time this year at Lambeau. We have the Saints coming to town who are 2-0 with two close wins. You could argue not against real great competition, but they're 2-0. and So how do we bounce back? Are we going to get some guys back? Will Aaron Jones be healthy? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see how that factors in. <laughs> so, But I'm with you guys. And, I still think it's the Packers and Lions. And, you know, and to your division. point with the whole Jordan Love figuring out how to win, when Brett Favre came in, they were figuring out how to win. Went on to become Hall of Fame. And <laughs> yeah, a Super yeah, Bowl exactly. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers yeah. did the exact same thing. Yeah, had to yep. figure out how to win. Yep. Had a, kind of a stinker first year. Yeah, went on to win a championship. Love's gonna do the same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they're so. primed. They're ready. Yeah. The six six touchdowns, no picks, and he's yeah. looked in command of the offense. So I'm happy yeah. with that, no doubt. That brings us to NFC South, I, guys. I would say the most surprising division so far. The just most exciting. Yeah, you got three teams sitting at two and zero right now. I, weird. I'm so still weird. not sold on any of them. I'm going to be honest, but uh, and then you got the Panthers at zero and two. But uh, Falcons two and zero, Saints two and zero, Tampa two and zero, Carolina zero and two. Um, I don't know what to make of this division, Justin. I'm going to let you try to make sense of it first. The NFC South, the most exciting division in football. Three undefeated teams. Yeah. What's the Atlanta Falcons are going to win the Super Bowl. Wow. Is what Atlanta fans are probably thinking right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. but hey, they, they do look good, though. Um, Desmond Ritter, I mean, you know, he's he's kind of taking charge I of that team. I thought that guy was garbage, and all of a sudden I think he's we all looking did. like a quarterback. Um, you so. know, he looked really good against Green Bay. He's looked he really did. good in the first two games just regardless. Um, yeah. He's making yeah. really great decisions. He, he's fired up on the sidelines. He's getting his guys into it. Uh, you know the 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 electricity of Bijan Robinson, yeah, and him, you know, slowly becoming that guy um, over Algier, and and you know the defense actually you know doesn't look terrible. Yeah. Um, you know they look pretty decent. They had some you know some good stops there uh, in that Green Bay game, um, but yeah, I mean they 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 look as bad as good as you can be at a two and team in a division that probably wasn't given the time of day mm-hmm. um you know yeah then you go down to the saints and you see them at two and oh Derek carr you know he's 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 doing it uh you're doing it without an alva kamara you know jamal, jamal williams is still out um That's right yeah so yeah you know it's 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 interesting to see how they're you know going about and doing their thing chris alave looking really good uh, it seems that Carr and Olave have a pretty decent kind of relationship. Yeah, this could be like Derek Carr's new uh, Devontae Adams uh, kind of kind of toy um, situation. Yeah, and then uh, and then yeah, with 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 Tampa Bay, man, it's 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 surprising. I still had them at the at the bottom of the division, but you know, hey, look, to get two 
two and zero to start the season is still pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, to do what they did to to Minnesota, a team that was expected to be you know that team in that uh, in that division uh, yeah. for the NFC. Um, and for them to come in there and do what they did to Minnesota, you know, that's that's impressive. And yeah. Baker, hey, we already talked about Baker. I'm not going to say it again, but you know, him and Mike Evans have a have a nice little rapport going. Sure. Um, and and he has no problems with the deep to Mike Evans. Nope. Mentality. Just nope. toss it to him, and Mike Evans Let him do will, his thing. He will yep. get it. Yep. Uh, he's the Randy Moss of yore. Um, yeah. Just toss it up there, and he will find a way to he get will it. Find a way to to get that ball. Yeah. He's gonna do it. And mm-hmm. the defense, you know, they, hey, they do look good. I, I, you know, they, there's a chance that Tampa Bay could shock and and beat us on Monday. You know, as 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 favored as we are, they could come in there and sneak and put on a, a clinic. No chance in hell. Okay. Well, so no. never mind. I'm Sorry, I, you know, I, take I take it back. I take it back. I don't want to no. make Chris mad. No. Um, Wow. And then Carolina, it, it that one I'm not surprised at them being at the bottom. They're no, they're they're no. trying to figure out what they're gonna be, uh, see what Bryce Young can do. Even though he can line up, you know, not behind the center, uh, you know, once and his running back has to push him over that he was behind the wrong guy. I don't know if you saw that, <laughs> but that yeah. happened in the middle of the game. Yeah, uh, you know, nerves, whatever. That's. That's fine. That's kind of expected as a rookie, so I'm not going to fault him. Everybody's shitting on him for that. It's fine. It's okay. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's it, it, it's it's kind of a fun division. I'm kind of enjoying seeing this, division, you know, this, right? this yeah. 2-0 and, and everybody yeah. kind of like... Because this used to be like kind of a quiet division yeah. when, when Tom was here and even before Tom was here. Yeah. It was like, all right, well, who wants it? Yeah. You know, like when yeah. Drew Brees left and all this yeah. stuff. Like it, it, it was kind of right. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And to see everybody like at a two and zero, like minus Carolina, like it's yeah. kind of fun to see. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch all these teams. Let's just put it that way. I'm, 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 I'm excited to watch an Atlanta game to watch Bijan and Desmond. Yeah, Ritter. me too. Actually. I'm excited yeah. to watch Derek yeah. Carr and, yeah. and Chris Olave. Yeah. I'm excited to watch Baker and and yeah. and uh, Mike Evans. And I'm excited to see what. Carolina can eventually do um, yeah. with some maybe maybe they make a trade and get some more pieces in there, but it's it's a fun division. It's yeah. exciting to watch like them. They, like it's it's cool. Carolina's got a really bad O line. I think everybody no, needs to terrible. be patient with Bryce Young. Yeah, and you don't have you traded your best freaking receiver. Like imagine if they kept DJ Moore and they kept oh boy uh, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I mean, imagine, uh, you know, and then they didn't trade McCaffrey in the middle of last season to the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, imagine yeah. Bryce Young coming into that team. Mm-hmm. But, Oof. hey, that's, that's what you have. So you, when you don't have any weapons and your O-line sucks. And the possibility you, of them still potentially training Brian Burns. Right, right. So there is that looming You just can't well. expect your rookie quarterback to really do anything when you don't yeah. give him anything to work with. Exactly. Mikey. Yeah. NFC South. Yeah. Your favorite division as well? No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't uh, sipping on anything. That yeah, you, guys are I like you mean it. you mean this doesn't tug your boat? No, it does not. This Never. doesn't tickle your fancy. I don't no. think any of these it, teams are going to the just, Super Bowl. But I mean, I, I I I have no idea what the talking heads on the big networks are saying, but I can imagine they're probably saying that like any one of these teams is going to be an NFC <laughs> conference contender. Like, look. It's two games into the season, as much as we've talked about other teams. But yeah. a lot of teams have kind of proven thus far to be kind of ex- what we predicted them to be, right? That is also true. I mean, and look, yeah. and, and and they've had, they, 
Baker Mayfield does look solid. You know, Derek Carr is doing what Derek Carr does, and that is, and he does have weapons there in New Orleans and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm not overly shocked about that one. Um, you know, the Ritter thing, he, from what I've read and stuff like that, he's doing exactly what he needs to do, which is the bare minimum, and it's that's one of two games. Uh, you know, and look, I, I don't know. There's nothing to be excited about because there was nothing exciting about any of these teams going into the season. So while <laughs> enjoy two and zero while it lasts, because from the rain here on out, you're going to be one win one week and a loss the next week, and yeah. it's going to be two losses here and a couple mm-hmm. wins there. It, it's going to be back and forth. There's not going to be any consistency probably amongst any of these teams. It, yeah. it's, we. NFL season preview. I am ninety nine percent sure that all of these teams we said were going to be nine and eight, eight and nine, uh, seven and ten. They were going to be right around that five hundred yeah. mark for yeah. everybody, but probably the Panthers. Yeah. So right now, where they're at, they are the next two weeks and losses away from being two and two, and yes. they're going to be yeah. in, in two weeks. We're going to have the same conversation, and it's going to be like, yep, this whole division is two and two. Yeah, I you know what, I and mean, so it's yeah. like it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna start going commando for these teams. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna start putting on yeah, fancy no. undies, you know, for date night. You know what really? I mean? Like <laughs> I, it's still granny candies for these guys. Um, they're nothing to be excited about. I'm not busting out the lace. All right, you know uh, they get the they get the yes. Target lingerie. There, there's nothing yeah. else there. I love it. Um, <laughs> but that's that's what I got. I got nothing to be excited about. But the only thing I do have exciting. Is is Baker Mayfield getting and getting the shine that he is gain, getting, even yeah, if it is two yeah. games? Because this dude went into L.A. and people were like, "Oh, this could actually be maybe Stafford's replacement, right? Like, this is a guy that deserves a chance. He's getting that chance. Glad to see he's making the most of it. Kudos yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing exciting. I'm done. Right. Okay, I like it. I like it. Hey guys, Balls and Beards Podcast, Season Three, Episode Thirteen. We made it through. We gave you everything that could possibly be going on in the NFL that you need to know about. Let you know, hey, which some of these teams are a little bit, eh, maybe of a facade that started, what to look for. Mm-hmm. Eh, that was a good episode, boys. That was a really good breakdown. Anything in closing today? I got some late-breaking news. Oh, okay. what is yes. that? Trayvon Diggs, potential torn ACL in practice just now. Ooh, so damn. that Dallas defense might have just taken a, taken a bit of a hit. Ouch. They're going to confirm tomorrow, but no Trayvon less. Diggs Ooh. may have possibly torn his ACL. You know, I would also like to throw out there that potential Here Travis Kelsey, Taylor <laughs> Swift is also amazing. Oh, yeah, there you go. He, she's going to bring down the Chiefs from the inside. She's an Eagles fan. She's Let's go. Oh, go Tay-Tay. Go Tay-Tay. Go T-Swizzle. For me, guys, uh, you guys know I love college football. Tune in this weekend because the season's finally like about to get going. We have some big games, right? Deion Sanders, Primes, Colorado buff, mm-hmm. Buffs. They actually have to play a team this week. No disrespect to Colorado State, but they're heading out to Oregon. They have to go to Eugene, play at uh, Alton yep. Stadium, one of the yeah, toughest right. places to go get a win in all college football. Okay. Tune into that game. That yep. is, if if you are looking for fireworks, there's going to be an insane amount of points scored. That'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Dion today in practice was blasting Oregon's music uh, that they blast in their stadium there, and this to help prepare them this for this. Game. They should, a- unless they can restructure their practice facility and throw a hundred thousand screaming fans in there. Though it won't matter because that's going to be hard Fair to duplicate. Enough. But that hey, good. That's good. I mean, you got to try to duplicate that. Mm-hmm. Alabama's playing Ole Miss. Ole Miss is 3-0. They're scoring about 58 points per game. Alabama struggled mightily to beat a team that's only won four games total the last three years last week. So 
keep an eye on that one. We could have a changing of the guard in the SEC. That's a big game. Penn State's undefeated. They're looking good. They play Iowa who's undefeated. That should be a good defensive game. So there's some games out there to keep an eye on. UCLA, Utah are both unbeaten in the Pac-12. Everybody's talking USC. USC hasn't been able to beat Utah for a couple years, though. So keep an eye on that one. We got we have actually got some great games this Saturday, guys. So there you go. There's my take. Always okay. have to throw in a little college football. Yeah, man. all right then. Oh, yeah, guys. Great episode. Absolutely. All right, y'all have a good one. Yep. Balls and Beards Podcast, Season 3, Episode 13, in the books.